Hey everyone, welcome to Connectivity 198. I'm your host, Nicholas Bray, and today I'm joined by Zach Miller. 198? Good God. <laughs> uh, Becky Holiday. Hi. I don't have anything and interesting Adam... to say. <laughs> Sorry? I said I don't have anything interesting to say like Adam always does, so you always have to take him last. <laughs> yeah, Adam, what are you going to say? Um, I can't believe that I'm on a podcast with Zachary Miller. like i'm freaking out but i gotta calm down i'm a pokemon master i'm an adult i i can handle talking to strangers (sighs) you're an adult yeah are we adults i didn't think we were i might be a 14 year old girl adam you just never know i could be using a voice synthesizer or something and i know i've seen on twitter your, your collection of 14 year old girl dolls amen I mean, most of I think they're all legal. Uh huh. They're all two thousand years old, Zach. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, in Japan, it's different over there. Yeah. Well, you're close to Japan, aren't you? You can swim there. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm sure you could. Uh, it would take take a while, and that water is cold. Inadvisable, but inadvisable. Yeah, filled with sharks. Okay, before we get too far off track. Today we're going to be discussing Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow to celebrate the 20th anniversary of those games. Uh, but as always, we'll jump into just a bit about what we've been playing or doing. And uh, so, Zach, oh, um, we'll jump to you first because you haven't been on for a while. It's true. Uh, I have uh, recently picked up um, the original Turok Dinosaur Hunter on Steam. Mm. It was remastered. Uh, it's in HD now, which doesn't mean much for an N64 game. <laughs> but it yeah. runs at 60 frames a second, and it supports my wired 360 controller. Hmm. Uh, and it's the... I have a lot of Steam games, but it's the only one that I'm, I've am i kind of played in earnest. Like, yeah. made time to play. <clears throat> um, and it's really good, guys. Turok is great. Um, I'm especially impressed by the level design. The level design is brilliant. There are so many things to explore in every stage or every level. Um, and, you know, it all kind of looks very samey. Uh, if you remember Turok, everything's kind of in a cliffs and yeah. a jungle and canyons and, and everything. I mean, uh, we're being honest here. The game doesn't look fantastic, but... They made up for that with just brilliant level design and really clever weapons. For now, the is that is that game about dinosaurs? It has dinosaurs in it. It's called Turok Dinosaur Hunter, but so far I've only encountered one dinosaur, and that's raptors, and they look awful. They have horns <laughs> on their heads, which is bizarre. Oh, that's interesting. No, they're not very realistic, then. They're not at all. Not even for nineteen ninety what six when this came. Was, wasn't this a launch game for the N sixty four? Uh, close to it. I have no idea. It might have been the first year, maybe. I think it was... I I remember Nintendo Power going on and on about it being the first uh, twin-stick shooter, which might be true. uh, Because you controlled, uh, you know, controlled him with both the analog stick and the C buttons. Uh, The Mm. C buttons were your move forward, back, left, and right. Yeah. Uh, and the stick was for aiming. So, 
I mean, it's it's possible this was the first twin stick shooter uh, or faux twin stick shooter, uh, yeah. but it, it certainly works better with two actual analog sticks. <laughs> it's great. It's a great game, and the music is great, and the and there's all these cool ambient sounds of monkeys and birds and uh, dinosaurs roaring in the background, which you never see. So did they uh, <laughs> um, increase the draw distance at all? Um, you mean the fog? Did they get rid of the fog? Yeah, the fog, yeah. The fog is still there. It's not as bad as it used to be. Okay. Uh, it's, it's still not great, um, especially... Probably only, yeah, probably only so much they can do if it's sort of like the same, like... Same engine, yeah. Tidied up a bit, but... Um, but yeah, the, it's, it looks... I, th- I think it looks significantly better, and it's... Um, than the N64 game, just because it's HD. And I, I found that the very first boss in the game is uh, impossible. I'm, I'm not sure how anyone beat him on the N64, but uh, I went through like five lives. And and what's nice is that, you know, if you, if you die, he you just respawn immediately in a boss stage and uh, his health hasn't gone back up. Yeah. Uh, thank God, because uh, he just runs around... Um, He's like uh, almost like those old NES bosses that didn't really have a pattern. They just ran at you and shot you, and you died. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like that with with a 3D shooter. So it, it blows, um, but it's doable. And and there have been a few times where I've actually thought about restarting the entire game because I haven't been real smart about my uh, saves. When I save, I just overwrite. I don't do a new save. Yep. Uh, mm. So there, there's been quite a few items I've just kind of said, oh, I'll get that later, and I never did, and then I over, overwrote my save file. So I, I, I almost, and I'm not that far in the game, I'm only in the third level, uh, so I could restart the game entirely, but each level is like an hour long. Hmm. It's super long. Um, but it's really good, and if, if you have any nostalgia for Turok 1, uh, it's worth picking up on Steam. I, it was on sale just when I got it last week for, I think, $12. Hmm. So, okay. you know, might be worth a shot. And I know that same team is going to, or they're currently remastering Turok 2, which is ah. a better game. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> almost a different game. But, um, yeah, it's it's fun. I, I very much enjoy it, and it's... Uh, it's it's a good trip down nostalgia lane, and it's nice to see a game hold up to uh, nostalgia, unlike some other games we'll be talking about today. Oh, <laughs> jeez! <laughs> Spoiler alert! Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, uh, Becky. So, what about you? Well, uh, obviously, we've been playing some Pokemon. Uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time for video games in the past couple of weeks, unfortunately. Between, I have I have a convention I'm going to next month, so I've been trying to do stuff for that. But aside from Pokemon, I played a little bit of Final Fantasy Explorers when that came out. Because it's been kind of, kind of on an RPG kick lately, prepping for Fire Emblem. Um, no Project and... Cross Zone 2? No. No. <laughs> I only have time for, like, one thing at a time. Come on. Save yourself. Don't buy that game. (laughs) All right. Good to know. Good to know that I (laughs) chose chose better, You'll just hate it. You'll quickly hate (laughs) it. Okay. Those those games are fun, though. Kind of. When you just want to throw your DS at a wall or throw your controller at a wall. (laughs) Right. Right. But, 
Yeah, no, uh, Final Fantasy Explorers is interesting to start picking up. I haven't played a whole lot of it because it's got, it's got a pretty really slow difficulty curve to start with until you start getting to the primals uh, in that game. Like Ifrit and Shiva and Ramu and all of them. Those those start being a little bit harder, but like at first it's kind of just grindy. Um, picked up the controls pretty fast because I've been playing so much Final Fantasy XIV, as all of the podcast listeners know, because that's pretty much my answer every week. <laughs> the controls are fairly similar, so they were easy for me to pick up because it was just like, oh yeah, I do this on a PlayStation Hold my L button, hold my R button. I do, I do. <laughs> That's how I play on the PlayStation with 14. It's almost the exact same controls. Um, I know a bunch of my friends are getting super nostalgic about all the classes they chose to put in. Like, one of my friends right now is grinding for Red Mage. Because um, mm-hmm. you have to have, like, a certain set of spells from your White Mage, Time Mage, and Black Mage in order to unlock Red Mage. And she's like, I hate this. But I really, <laughs> just really want Red Mage, guys. And I'm like... Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good playing. <laughs> just just dragging for right now. <laughs> Grinding um, for Red Mage sounds like a, a metal band or something. It oh, really God. actually kind of does. <laughs> yeah, like a Final Fantasy but, metal band. It does yeah. covers. I would, and, I would go see them. <laughs> and uh, it's it's the co-op's kind of nice. That's actually been kind of fun because so many of my friends have it. Um, that yeah, it's kind of been kind of been easier. Once things started to get a little bit harder to be like, okay, I need help now, guys. Please. Yeah, it's got uh, it's got online uh, play, doesn't yeah. it? Like Monster yeah. Hunter? Uh-huh. Nice. Exactly. And it's like, uh, I don't believe it's region locked. I'm not 100. I don't think so. One of my friends has it in the UK, but we haven't gotten to play together yet. So, um, hmm. or haven't even attempted to, but I believe it's not region locked because... Again, I know a bunch of my friends were getting it right around launch time, and several of them were like, well, I want other people to play with. I don't have a whole lot of friends, you know, in Australia or the UK to play. So, uh, this isn't region locked, is it? And I was like, good question. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's been, that's been pretty fun so far. So that's, that, I feel like that's worth picking up, honestly. Uh, I feel like it was a, almost a lot more popular than I thought it was going to be. I, like, people were kind of like... Yeah, it sounds interesting. And then one of my friends was like, yeah, I had to get it reserved somewhere because all the game stops within like 50 miles were sold out. And I was like, what? Damn. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere, so they probably only stocked like two. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> their version of sold out is selling like five copies. But um, <laughs> yeah, could be true. I don't know. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much what I've been doing. Costuming and, and Final Fantasy and Pokemon. Nice. So what? What are you working on a cosplayer? Are you? Yeah, I'm a cosplayer. In case you didn't guess, what, what are you going to be cosplaying? <laughs> uh Ray from Star Wars. So, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. You I and the, you and about another two fifty million people, people girls. Well, it helps <laughs> yeah, that I'm is, a natural. Ray is the new slave Leia. Well, yeah. it helps that I'm a natural <clears throat> brunette, so I don't mm. have to try and get a wig for her hair because that would be a bitch to try and stick in a wig. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I, like, I actually put a picture on my Twitter, like, I want to say, like, three weeks ago when I spent two hours yeah. trying to do her hairstyle in my own hair. I'm not very good at it, but I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool. Someone else who likes to cosplay, uh, Adam? <laughs> um, 
I've actually been working on my Ray cosplay as, a, as Pikachu. Oh my no, god, it's, it's gonna look awesome! No. I'm sure. Oh, it's Pikachu gonna be so as great. Ray, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, with the Pikachu Ray, the Pooh Bear, <laughs> Pooh Bear ears. Um, you know the possibly the worst thing that could possibly happen to me at this time in my life happened. Because I mean, there are worse things that could happen to me, like physically and stuff, but people would be understanding. But no one is understanding of of this thing. So I went to my sister's engagement party and all her friends were there. Her fiance has a bunch of bros and they like play D&D together and are nerdy. Um, and I was talking to one of them about Pokemon Go <laughs> and some of the other ones were like, oh, I'm not excited for that. It looks lame. It looks stupid. And I was like, have you guys played Ingress? And they were like, no, what's that? And I was like, that's the first game from the, from that company. Um, and it was at, the party was at my dad's work, and a long, long time ago, I made that a portal in Ingress. So I pulled up Ingress on my phone, and I was showing them how to how to play the game, um, and it worked. It didn't used to work on my phone. Like, it worked on my old phone, but not on my current phone. Um, but then I rooted my phone, like, did nerd stuff to it, and now all of a sudden Ingress works on it. So uh, I've been playing Ingress... A lot, like a bad amount. Uh, <laughs> the building that five of my six classes are in is eternally owned by the other team. Even if I take it down, like I can't get it to stay on my team. And I found out why. It's because one of the teachers at the school <laughs> plays. <laughs> and she goes out and takes all my stuff down. So next semester, I'm going to find out what her name is. And I'm going to take her class and I'm going to sit in her class. I'm gonna fire off weapons and blow up all her stupid portals during class. So that wow. during class, there's nothing she can even do if about it. Even if it's the most irrelevant class to your course of study, you're gonna take it. Oh, I don't even care. Even if He's it's just gonna <laughs> death stare the whole class. In- like, intro to topology. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's some sort of down. some sort of art class. It's the art and sciences hall. So yeah. hopefully, it's like writing related, and it's not like drawing related. Because it would be hard. Like you just said, art and sciences hall; those are diametrically opposed things. In one, yeah, that's such a weird thing to have in the same building. But then there's another building called the science center that's way newer, and that's where the science is, like math and physics and stuff. But then the arts and sciences hall is like, I don't know, like the science of art or something. Like that's where I take all my writing classes and like speech class. So it's like, yeah, it's more like humanities, yeah, humanities kind of stuff. I mean. It, the campus has grown a lot, but they didn't change the name of anything. Nice. So, yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> um, but I ended up, like, finding people that I used to play with, like, two years ago. And they're like, oh, man, oh, so much has changed. And a lot has changed, like like little things. Uh, they doubled the level cap. So I have a lot of work to do. Oh, I thought you I thought you were talking about the university for a second. Like so much has changed just at the university. <laughs> so much has changed. No, the university is the same. I've been going there for ten years and it's the exact same. <laughs> uh but the the game, the phone game has has changed a lot. Um it's just it's very bad for me to get back into it because it is a time sink. You can spend an unlimited amount of time on it. Uh, they introduced uh, monetization options where you can, like, buy little items. I don't really know what they do, but apparently they do good things or else you wouldn't want to spend money on them. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I really don't want to get back into Ingress. You need to hold off until Pokemon Go comes out at least. I know that was the plan. I thought that plan. Super Bowl commercial was going to be a Pokemon Go ad because of those Pokemon of in like this football stadium or whatever it is. Right. Actually, yeah. we could talk about that commercial for a bit because <clears throat> I, I, you know, I get why I get the sort of like the angle they went with it. It was more about just sort of about saying, "Oh, Pokemon's twenty, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It could have been a bit better. It could have been showed the passage of time, maybe a bit better. I mean, it was just a whole bunch of kids sort of being inspired by things. I don't. But yeah. I think the, it, it was, was an interesting all dynamic. These... It's They're showing a Pikachu like... cheering for the Super Bowl in a person's living room. And there was a little kid, one of my friend's kids, who's like, I don't know, I think he's six. <clears throat> he was watching it and he was like, why is the Pikachu in their living room? <laughs> so <laughs> I thought, well, that ad just failed. <laughs> yeah, it showed all these like inspirational things. Like you can go do great things. And then the dad at the end, they're watching Pokemon and the dad leans over to the kid and he's like you can be a worthless piece of shit that just plays pokemon all day you can do that <laughs> and uh, i don't you know can it be the best there ever was at pokemon at, at pokemon. pokemon you can get like a small part of your college paid for if you're really good at pokemon <laughs> pokemon <laughs> esport to me they didn't really um they didn't really lean on nostalgia at all really no like, it wasn't. It should have been sort of marketed more towards you know people our age, I guess, in a way like make people go, oh damn, yeah, Pokemon. Forgot about that. It's yeah. twenty years old now. Yeah, it yeah, should it have been, been an ad been for the for Red and Blue coming yeah. out. Yeah, that would have been really cool to see some yeah. like the old ads for Red and Blue, and then maybe an ad for the newer Pokemon games. I don't know. No, who cares about the new Pokemon games? It should have just been the old ad from the 90s. Yeah, like, yeah. And, then, and then remind you that it's 20 years old. See, and I think it would have been like, almost cool if they had... on 3DS. Yeah, I think it would have been cool if they'd done something almost like the anime did and take the classic opening that everybody knows yeah. and then like mm. made it and expanded it into something super That's awesome. That's what I expected. That like, was the first thing I thought of when I thought, oh, they're doing an ad. They're obviously going to start with that classic opening. Yeah. But, I, like, I mean, I thought the whole commercial went in kind of an interesting direction, trying to be like, okay, this is kind of how... Uh, I mean, I, f- I almost felt like it was sort of like, okay, yeah, you can do great things, but it's also like you can parallel real life to, you know, playing Pokemon like real people play Pokemon, if you know what I yeah. mean. <laughs> like, instead of just like, people, oh yeah, it's not a bunch of nerds who live in their basements. now playing Pokemon with their kids. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and like, yeah. that, you know, that it kind of almost does translate to real life that video games actually have, you know, bearing on what you do. So that was kind of yeah. one thing I took from it. Um, but I did feel like that it was kind of a little bit it kind of ended a little anticlimactically because it was like, yeah, dude. No, I'm, yeah, where it was like, oh, you got all these people do these great things, and it lines up with the way you think about playing Pokemon. That you're constantly training to be better and better, and then it was like, yeah, you can be awesome at all these things, and it was like, and you can play Pokemon. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I totally agree years. that that was just the weirdest kind of way to end it. Like, I thought it was cool that they had that whole like train on thing at the end. But I feel like it would almost been better if they had kind of peppered in the Pokemon things with everything else instead of ending it on that note. Because it was just like, what? (laughs) Okay. 
Yeah, considering this was like a, a big sort of mainstream ad, it, it should yeah. have probably leveraged being more like, I don't know, less abstract than it was. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know firsthand the dangers of very expensive Super Bowl ads. Um, I worked at Radio Shack for a really long time, and then they oh had this giant Super Bowl ad, and then they went out of business. Ouch. <laughs> and I would still have a job if they hadn't spent all that money on that damn Super Bowl ad. Was the ad good at least? It was really good, but it was about remodeling the stores, and then they didn't remodel oh, the God. stores. Oh. Yeah. So people were like, what? <laughs> yeah. They remodeled like four stores. But Maybe they should have like spent 4, that money 000. on remodeling the stores. Of <laughs> right. <it> <laughs> Exactly. And stop sucking as a company, and then maybe people would actually have bought stuff at their stores. <laughs> uh, but there's one last thing that I did this week. Um, I looked through every single box and crevice for the damn Detective Barbie game. Uh, I couldn't find it was... anywhere. I was so confused. And eventually I found it. After like Ooh. days of searching, I tore my whole apartment apart. And it won't run on my computer. Oh, I, I'm so yeah. sad. And I didn't find Detective like Barbie too. Computer games. <laughs> I'm so sad. I have uh, <clears throat> the original two Croc games, Croc: Legend of the Gobos, and the sequel, just Croc Two. I don't know what the subtitle is, but I have those on CD, and um, they they just won't run on this new. They just no, just won't happen. Um, you can play them, but the colors are all weird, oh. and uh, it looks like it's running on DOS or something, but uh, I miss those games. I, I wish somebody would put them on Steam. Maybe somebody has, and I have looked because those games really aren't that great, but uh, I want to play them again. <laughs> if you go to PS3, I'm pretty sure they're on PSN. What? Oh my god, yes. This is happening. Oh, I do have the Pokemon Red and Blue photo editors from oh, like Windows ninety five. I oh should see God. if those will run. Forgot about those. I do totally all my photo editing too. in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I was doing this week or part of it, I actually put in the Wind Waker HD for the first time in probably like two years nice. when did it come out two years ago two years ago yeah um and i was inside the second dungeon the forest haven one mm-hmm. yeah um yeah that, i finished that, that temple and um yeah the, the graphics do look really nice still. oh my gosh especially the that boss is really colorful as well yeah um everything's just so clean and sharp it's like oh yeah i, I need to like play more of it because i'm buying twilight princess hd when that comes out. So I was like, oh, I should probably like play a bit more of the last HD re-release. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, so really on the, I'm really on the fence about Twilight Princess. Yeah, I hate Twilight Princess. We know. Toilet we paper. Know. Well, you know, I, I, I think I hate it, but I don't remember that much of it. Exactly. Like you, you come away... You, I came away from that game with just a lot of feelings that I don't know if I want to reacquaint myself with. But on the other hand, I, I remember it being a pretty serviceable Zelda game. It's like a bit of a mishmash. It, like, it never felt 100% together um, to me at, at the time, I think. Like, 
it had all the elements to make a great Zelda game, but it just didn't stick. All the like the separate elements didn't stick a hundred percent together. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Um, like I sort of like the game was sort of linear in a way, at least like earlier on. Like it took a long time for like the world to open up. Yeah. A bit more like you had to sort of you were sort of driven down the story and the different like dungeons for a while uh, into the game, so you couldn't just sort of go off the beaten path and look around and stuff. I mean. In, if you compare that to like Ocarina of Time, when you get out to Hyrule Field, there are like you can sort of try and like do other things, even though it is a little bit blocked off. Like you can sort of explore around the field or you know whatever. But right, Twilight Princess seemed a little. It's hard to explain, but I think it was a little felt a little more restrictive, even if maybe it wasn't. It wasn't really. I'd, yeah. I I also seem to recall that in you know in in Ocarina of Time. Hyrule Field is just one area, mm. and everything you know, every everywhere you go is is an area after that, its own yeah. area. But I remember in Twilight Princess, and maybe I'm remembering it wrong, weren't there like four components to Hyrule Field? There was like an east, west, north, and south. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they're all connected by these skinny little, um, right, little pathways. Yeah, yeah, like alleys. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and I remember, I remember thinking, God, that. There's just so much, and there's nothing in here. Mm. See, I don't mind being like just open space and stuff, but um, the the thing that I was let down by with Twilight Princess is that it was trying to be like some sort of like future version of Ocarina of Time, but I thought the landmarks and the world didn't look good. Like it didn't it didn't try and like adapt the Ocarina of Time landmass and like make it nostalgic. Right. Just sort of said, oh yeah, this is meant to be the same Hyrule, but like you know, yeah, hundreds of years in the yeah, future the map, or something. The map never really stuck with me the same way a lot of the other games have, really, mm. in terms of the fact that it just kind of felt very, you know, it felt like going from dungeon and dungeon instead of actually, yeah, taking that, yeah. any time in the world. It literally was just like, yeah. okay, I'm passing through, and I'm never really spending any time, yeah. in any one place. Yeah. Usually, when I finished a dungeon, I would just sort of like. Say okay, I'm gonna do something else for a while, and I'll try and mill around for like five minutes, and I'll be like, uh, "All right, where's the next dungeon?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, like, definitely. That's what it felt like. It didn't really feel like really trying to do anything else a lot of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Link's Crossbow Training—that's a good game. Uh, we need an HD remaster <laughs> of that. Heck yeah! I, I have not played it. I kind of want to. Ten years old next year. Tenth anniversary. Oh my god! You're oh, right. God. Oh my god. It's pretty fun. I, I got it the Christmas it came out. It was pretty good. Yeah, look, it actually kind of looked like a fun game if you like kind of light gun shooters, which I do. Wait, have you never played it? What? Uh, the crossbow training? No, I never have. Yeah, I haven't oh. either, actually, to be honest. Oh, my God. You guys got to come over and play <laughs> some crossbow training. All right, I'll come over after work tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so how, uh, yeah, me too. How long yeah. of a flight is that? Uh, it's it's worth it. it. <coughs> oh no! Wait, don't come over. My TV is broken. Oh, okay. Well, all right. You just saved me a trip. <laughs> Alrighty. Before we before we break this segment and um go into the Pokemon uh discussion, we've got a listener mail. Uh, so Adam, do you want to start us off with some of these uh predictions from? <laughs> Adolf Vega? Uh, sure. 
so the Nintendo NX will be given a solid 2016 release date, but ultimately won't launch until 2017. This news will be a massive embarrassment for the company, and the president of Nintendo, Tatsumi, uh, whoa, Kimishima, Kimishima. will, Kimishima. yeah, it's yeah. kind of run together, will resign in shame because of this public relations disaster. Oh, none of that will happen. No. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, some of it could. They could. They could. Like, they could it delay it. That's, yeah, that's I can a see Nintendo the delay thing. Delays. Sure. <laughs> um, it's yeah, going to be. Kimishima is not resigning. <laughs> it's going to be uh, f- fiscal year 2016. Right. So no, sometime that's before true. April. Yeah. Technically, it seems it's... like the like. Sometimes you th- I think that it's coming out like November, December this year. But then sometimes like a bit of news will pop up, and I was like, oh, actually, you know, maybe not. <laughs> maybe I'm totally they're the going to ride the Wii U a bit longer. Yeah. Um, the 3DS. No, um, I think there's going to be two of them, and we're going to get the handheld this Christmas. And then the console, like, later. I can see that, yeah. Maybe. Because the 3DS is really old. The new 3DS turned, like, a year old this week. And I realized, Jeez. like, wait a second. I I have a different 3DS than I used to have. Like, I didn't <laughs> notice until the yeah, anniversary no, came me neither. I, yeah, I'm, it's not like I'm playing all these brand new new 3DS games they're using to support the system. I like that it's yeah, faster, it's... but I actually hate the new 3D because you can't, really? you can't, yeah, you can't just look right at it. Like it looks for your eyes, and I usually lay like on my side, and I have a beard and glasses, so like it messes up way more often than the old one did. Like the old one was oh. predictable, but this one, you know, you can turn that off. <gasps> really, you can turn off the eye tracking. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And it just makes it like the old one. I might have to do that then. <laughs> this whole world has changed. Oh, I haven't played 3DS in so long. Now I can finally go back. Alright, so what was the next prediction on the list? Most mobile games made by Nintendo will also release on the Nintendo 3DS, many of which no. will be really dumb and cater to Japanese gamers and be considered strange or odd to everyone else. I think well, that, yes, but, that's a but... yes. Definite yes. I don't think that's. I don't know. I don't think it's likely that they're going to put the mobile games on 3D. I don't think so either. I think they're pushing. I pray for the mobile that platform. once they get their mobile platform going, they'll stop putting mobile crap on 3DS. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if only. I don't yeah. even understand what Miitomo is still. So mm. who knows? It's, right. Yeah. It's kind of dumb, it. and it caters to Japanese gamers. That's uh, what it is. It's yeah. me, me, yeah. something. So it's got me's in it. There we go. It does. That's all I got. Yeah, I guess it's right, so like it's... Tamodachi Life Facebook. That's like kind of what it's being pitched as. Uh, yeah. 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 Which sounds fun, <laughs> I guess. You can oh, buy sure. clothes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Let's all go right, back and play so... Tamodachi Life. It's more fun. <laughs> and I never played that game. It's, you know, it's cute. I still check in it's on cute. it once in a while out of guilt. Yeah, they kind of look at me and go, you've been gone for so long. And I'm like, yeah, just hide my face in shame. Yeah, every every time, that's the same way with uh, New Leaf. Every time I turn on New Leaf and <laughs> and What's-Her-Face is like, oh, we haven't seen you in a while. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Because life. <laughs> my sister and I, <clears throat> I just, played Animal I just... Crossing on New Year's and they were all like, where the fuck have you been, man? You're dying. <laughs> I was you like, just get to your town, it's overrun with weeds and yeah. 
Yeah. I have that thing on so like it, the weeds don't get out. If yeah, I, I did yeah, that too. too. Just so I wouldn't have <laughs> to do it anymore. Better than I thought <clears throat> it was going to. Yeah. Okay, so the next thing on the list is also a 3DS sort of prediction, I guess. A 3D remake of Super Mario Sunshine will release as a new 3DS exclusive and will use Splatoon Amiibo for different coloured water. The game will have new attachments to Flood based on Splatoon weapons. Well, first of all, this assumes that they're going to support the new 3DS at all, and that's that's well, proven false. Kimishima did say that they've got unannounced Wii U and 3DS games that are higher, sort of, you know, bigger games coming. Okay. But, uh, you know, he might just be lying and basically <laughs> hyping up some lower tier games, saying, "Oh yeah, we're still supporting." 3DS. Yeah. Or trying to throw right. us off about release dates for the NX, being like, "Oh yeah, we've got, we got these games still coming out. You guys don't you don't think our console is coming out anytime soon, right?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But as for a 3D remake of Super Mario Sunshine, I think if it was going to happen, it would have happened for the new 3DS already. Yeah, I don't see like a big sort of remake slash port hitting the new 3DS like no. this year. I mean, it has to come out this year. Um, yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know why they would re-release such an Awful, awful game. <laughs> Some it's, people it's really, really the liked Twilight it. Princess of the Mario series. <laughs> oh, it is. Which means Ad- which really means bad. Adam really hates it. Really <laughs> hate I'd actually it. just don't want it on 3ds. I just you know yeah. it, it might look alright in 3D, but I'd rather just, if you're gonna do it, put it on an HD system. Yeah, it yeah, seems it, right. it seems like um, a console type game. It feels like it would be really yeah, strange on yeah. the, on handheld, honestly. Like I'm, I'm glad that Twilight Princess wasn't a handheld game, actually. Yeah. Because they probably yeah. could have forced it. They probably would have had to do even less. They would have had to do less to it. They could have just basically ported the like, the GameCube or Wii version directly, almost. Yeah. Or like they'd have to dumb it down slightly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really think it's super likely that Mario Sunshine will be coming back soon. All right, so um. Becky, do you want to take the next Sure. Nintendo will release Amiibo for iconic Nintendo objects, such as the Master Sword in a Pedestal, Star Fox R-Wing, Animal Crossing House, Super Mario Power-Ups, Metroid, Crozo Statue, Pokeball, etc. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't don't think that's going to be a thing. I can can see an (laughs) R-Wing for Star Fox. I I could see it maybe for Star Fox Zero. Right. Like, but... And maybe like maybe like have Fox in the R wing, not just like maybe the ship by itself. Maybe maybe I... they make the first amiibo that is um like has articulation, so you can open the cockpit and. Move oh my god, that'd be cool! Oh, or you can open it up and put your Fox amiibo in there. Yeah, that <laughs> oh would be god! Like I, okay, that would amiibo. be really really hard. <laughs> it's like the size of like, I don't know the yeah, like giant yarn Yoshi box or something. You know, Miyamoto said he wanted to do an R-Wing, um, I think at both yeah, E3s, that, mm. that they showed Star Fox. So I'm sure, you know, yeah. Miyamoto can probably get his way. It could be Possibly. it could be like yeah. one of those um, hover drones and like you can have remote control and everything <laughs> and fly it around. <laughs> and land it <laughs> yeah. on your gamepad. <laughs> I, yeah. think, 
I think out of all of those, the R-Wing is definitely, like, the only one that seems really likely. I feel like everything else, they have much better things that they could make amiibo out of instead of being like, oh yeah, we'll just do a Pokeball. Like, who wants an amiibo of a Pokeball? Half the appeal of amiibos is that they're figurines. And a Pokemon comes out. And you can put your Pikachu amiibo inside. (laughs) That would be cool, but again, I think that's a little bit too much. See, you have to Uh, throw it. You have to throw it and it has to land on the gamepad. Right. Were they to ever make another Metroid game, I can kind of see a Chozo statue, but there's probably other amiibos they'd make of Metroid first. It'd probably just be another Samus one. Yeah. In a gravity suit or something. Mm. You know, I do different th- color like, variants. Yeah. yeah. I do think they'll like do said, something like a Pokeball. Um, instead of releasing like 800 Pokemon Amiibo, releasing like yeah. a Pokeball that holds your whole team on it. So you can like <laughs> take it to other people's. Oh, you know, that like, would be cool, actually. I think the, the Pokewalker did that where it would save a copy of your team. And then if you, like, did a mystery gift thing with someone else, then the copy of your team would get sent over to their game, and they could go uh, okay. fight you in, like, yeah. Viridian, I think. You can battle against the computer yeah. playing your team. It's possible. Yeah. I just don't know that it would be super, like, high selling point. I mean, yeah, it would be kind of interesting. Well, but... it, would make, it would make sense if Pokemon, like, a new generation of Pokemon games comes out this year, yeah. and they have an amiibo to go with it. Maybe they'll have a Mangina amiibo. <laughs> what? I have to say that that's exactly that's the way I read it at first as well. <laughs> what? Where? <laughs> where? Where do you? Where are you guys reading Unfortunate this? Unfortunate spelling. The new Pokemon they announced. I don't even know what it's named. Oh right! Oh, <laughs> I saw it that. Name? Mang- I, I can't even pronounce it. Mangina or I, something. I don't know. Like, I don't it looks know. like Diancie on steroids, but it, it looks like an idle um, robot. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon. it really does. Another one of those. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's stupid because it's not a Pokemon because it's man-made, and they said it's the hey, first. Pori- what about Porygon? Yeah, Porygon is exactly Porygon's the same. Man-made. He's not a Pokemon. He's banished from the world. We're I have to believe that Magnemite and Magneton are ultimately man-made. No, that's just some magnets. Okay, yeah, but magnets don't look like that in nature. Right. (laughs) Like, flowers don't look like bell sprouts in nature. How how does magnemite reproduce? It doesn't. It's in the note. It doesn't. It's genderless. Oh, really? Is it? Oh, I didn't know that. Gosh, you gotta get on your game, man. Dude, I don't breed Pokemon. You don't breed Pokemon? (laughs) You don't breed breed magnemites. I don't already have. No man, you gotta breed for EVs or IVs. Oh, that no, yeah, for that IVs. <laughs> I actually don't know how any of that works, and I'm happy about that. Neither do I. I, I really but I don't. Still I don't do either. Actually, like one of my <laughs> friends is super into that. He's always like talking specifically about natures and stuff like. That. And he's like, oh, you can use these techniques to get certain natures of Pokemon, so you can have like the ideal nature with the max uh, EVs and stuff. And I'm like. I have a Charizard because Charizard's my favorite, <laughs> and it has flamethrower because I like setting things on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like that is how I play Pokemon. <laughs> every, every time I hear people talking about EVs and natures, I just imagine like this huge Big Bang Theory esque formula that they have on a whiteboard right. somewhere <laughs> to get them to the nature they want with the EV values they want. Apparently it's gotten easier, but it's still kind of confusing just yeah. to sort of get into it. I, I 
before we get too far off track, I don't, yeah, I don't really like the whole way that um, the hidden numbers have become like a, like, like a, a thing you sort of have to do if you want to be competitive. I, I, it should be, right. I liked it when Pokemon was more like, no one really knew about that stuff. And yeah. it was like, yeah, Pokemon might be slightly different, but you know, it's not like a big deal. It should be, it should be more like what Pokemon would be like in real life. Um, so if you're raising your own Pokemon and stuff, like you're not like you're obsessing over these little things. Um, you're just in, trying in the... to catch an Abra, teach it psychic, and then barrel through the rest of the game. Yep. You you use Abra to catch Mew, and in the anime, AJ, <coughs> the fake gym leader, early on, he had a Macho Brace on his Sancho. He was EV training his Pokemon before there were even items in the game. And this goes oh, back to the beginning. Or you could just Think of weighted training gear. Yeah, it's weighted training. I don't know if you looked at the thing I sent you, but um, I, it's a 200-page document detailing the mechanics of the original Pokemon games. This was all there from the beginning. Uh, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's so amazing. I found it when I was a kid, and it was my first introduction to competitive Pokemon training. Uh, and I'm trying to find this guy. I'm, I've gotten really close. I've searched for, for years. And all the handles and stuff that he's used have gone, like, dormant. But I think I found him as a prominent uh, member on, uh, like, a Sonic speedrunning board. And I sent him a message, oh but I don't... I didn't get a message back. But I have to talk to this guy. He taught me everything that I know about <laughs> about Pokemon. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a strategy so guide. Emotional. It's 200 pages long. And he spends 250 words on the walkthrough. And the rest of it. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Zach, next question. Uh, more oh, okay. uh, <clears throat> Wreck-It Ralph 2. Oh, God. Wreck-It Ralph 2 trailer <laughs> will be attached to Finding Dory and have Super Mario and Link from The Legend of Zelda within the trailer. I um, think it's likely Mario will be in, in it. Yeah, I think yeah. Mario maybe, could be. Maybe in like a more prominent role instead of a cameo. But he, he won't um, be able to talk. Yeah, he will. Mm, yeah, well, he's I, mean, I, I mean, I hope they let him talk besides just, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Make that's the how he talks. He makes they'll, just have one of those, they'll just have one of those Isle Delfino people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope to God there's not a Wreck-It Ralph 2. That's already happening, Zach. It is uh, happening. And it has I Mario in it. And I wish I'm, Finding I'm, Dory yeah. did not exist. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I'm a yeah. little bit like, mm, it was such a good movie by itself. Like, what else do you have to go back to, honestly? Like, out of all the characters in Finding Nemo, do you have to center a movie around Dory? It just wanted to wring her neck every time she was on screen. I mean, I didn't super uh, mind Dory as a character, to be 100% honest. I think Ellen DeGeneres in that role was adorable, but it's oh, just one of those great. things I like. I just didn't like the character. Just, Dory was comic relief for the most part and a grounding yeah. tool for, for Marlin. So you're kind of like, she really wasn't built to have her own movie. Right. <laughs> to be 100% honest. And now you're kind of, now it feels like you're kind of stretching it then because you're making a character that just is a character that's based on gimmicks. Uh, right. Have their own, have their own storyline. So it's just kind of like, uh, how is this yeah. actually going to go? <laughs> yeah. Um, a new Pikmin game will be announced for the new 3D. No, it's it's going to be on Wii U 2 or NX. It's going to be um, on Wii U. It'll come out. It'll come out uh, 
It'll just get dropped like a week before E3. <laughs> and, um, no one will care. There's already a Pikmin game. Except diehard fans. There's already a Pikmin game for 3DS called 3DS Transfer Tool. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. That I do true. find it odd that we haven't had like we've like it was uncovered there's going to be like a Paper Mario game coming to Wii U most likely and right. this Pikmin Four, which I don't understand. Like they've got Pikmin Four, it was almost ready to go last July or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it like? Why are they holding? Why isn't it out? Because Wii U isn't selling, and we is it coming Pik- to mobile or is it Pikmin coming to Pikmin Three already or? sold poorly? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Look, if it was going to be like a, a, a sort of like a stocking stuffer for the Wii U, there's no point in holding it back. <clears throat> no, like, not ages to me. Exactly. I mean, I agree. Uh, I agree. Um, if they have I, Wii U games, why are they sitting on them instead of getting some money out of them? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Next question. Our next prediction was uh, Nintendo will make Metroid 2 Return of Samus remake for 3DS. That would blow my mind. I would love that. That would be kind Um, of really awesome. People have been asking for that for like 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. There's already a uh, fan made uh, Metroid 2 Return of Samus uh, in development. It's been in development for. About twelve yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, about twelve years. Honestly, I checked I back every once in a while, ages ago. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, Nintendo never let it out in the wild, of course. Um, but that game deserves a Zero Mission esque remake because it's actually a really good game, and if it had a map, it would be awesome. And they could they could give it like, do a, have a lot of liberties taken with it too. Like they could embellish it a lot. Um, it would be the it's a very good candidate for like a remake, like a complete ground up remake. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see all the different Metroid types in with better graphics. We really haven't mm. seen that since. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky, you wanted to take the next one. Sure. Amiibo variants will release for popular characters. Example: Villager Girl, Yellow Wario, Varia Suit Samus, etc. I can totally see that happening. I yeah, can actually, yeah, yeah. I, think that's yeah. I feel like I feel like they're gonna need something else to do with Amiibo, and I feel like variants is one of the things they could get away with really easily, you know, they without necessarily they having have to. The two, they already have the two old Mario, eight bit Mario's, yeah, yeah. and the three yeah. yarn Yoshi's. Exactly. Mm. So it's something they don't have different. to rely on. There's two different rods. tying it to a game series. <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. right. Two di- oh, I need to get on that Famicom Rob. <laughs> Dude, you don't have Famicom Rob. <laughs> no, I need get to that. get a Famicom Rob. You gotta get him for your girlies, man. No, no. All my amiibos occupy a completely different room. Different category of toy. Oh, oh, I see. They don't Ooh. all play together? If only, we, if only we had a Dead or Alive game on the Wii U. Or oh my god. Amiibo for Dead or Alive. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh... <laughs> <That> could... <laughs> oh, man. Well, we have oh, one on 3DS. It just doesn't support amiibo. Also, I know they could. They should just go back and re-release it and like put out an amiibo with it, just because. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I don't. I, would it be as popular without the jiggle physics, though? Good it question. Physics, it? No, I mean like the amiibo. Oh, well, <laughs> now, well, they could, they could be like. They do. They do make <laughs> figures uh, with uh, no. jiggly parts. Uh, Jigglypuff? Oh, Jigglypuff. Squeezy Jigglypuff. That's a real thing. Jigglypuff. Uh, I don't have any because they don't really release very often and they're very expensive. Okay. But uh, those okay. do exist. 
Good to know. The more know. you know. <laughs> All right, so the next and question. It'll probably get banned anyway, yeah. So next, yeah. next prediction. Last prediction. Oh, uh, Splatoon uh, game for the someone, 3DS someone. of some kind. No. Splatoon for 3DS, yeah, that's not happening. No. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's sad because it needs to happen, but also it can't happen because it needs internet. So it's kind of a bummer. I don't think the 3DS would be able to handle uh, no. the physics mm. of Splatoon yeah. either. Oh, gosh, Just sorry. Physics. I was thinking handheld NX. Yeah, I don't think the 3DS could do it. Actually, I think that's why we didn't get Splatoon characters for Smash, was because they wanted I'm to put sure. ink on the ground, mm. but they couldn't do it mm. on the 3DS. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Those characters also don't have names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They should give them, like, give, like, the standard Inkling Girl and Inkling Boy, like, some sort of name that, you know, it's like, it was something, it would be something that would have been thrown into, like, the manual back in the 90s or something. They would have been given some sort of obscure name, then, like, it would be in, like, trivia things. What's the name of Inkling Girl? (laughs) I bet you didn't read the manual. (laughs) (laughs) It could be that jerk. Doesn't the Duck Hunt dog have a name? Ralph? I don't know. No, it's like <laughs> no clue. Happy Bud or something. He has a name. And then the Ice Climbers have names. Like, these Nana guys should totally have names. Yeah, it's like Nano and Popo. Yeah. All right. But yeah, how many ice people would have known that back, back in the 80s? Right. That probably uh, would have been on the arcade cabinet instructions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a very long opening segment, so we'll take a short break and we'll huh. be back with our 20th anniversary Pokemon discussion. See you in a bit. What kind of Pokemon are you? How do you do the things you do? Share with me your secrets deep inside. What kind of Pokemon are you? Are you loyal through and through? And do you have a heart that's true? What kind of Pokemon are you? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And now it's time for a little game we like to call, Who's That Pokemon? So, for our first sound file, which is going to demonstrate the cry of a majestic Pokemon. Who is this Pokemon? Um, is that like a Gyarados? It's not a Gyarados, but is it a Gyarados? No. It's not Gyarados. I almost want to say, like, I feel like it's got to be one of the, like, the Geodude evolution. Yeah, I was going to say Grandma. No. I was going to say Grandma. Is it Ninetales? It's not Ninetales. Is it No, Arcanine? I know Ninetales is different. Not Arcanine. He said, oh, is it uh, Rapidash? Nope. Damn is it, it you said Gollum? Majestic. Is it Gollum? No. Okay, it's not. Alright. Five seconds. Uh, Legendary bird. Four. Moltres. Three. Zapdos. Articuno. Articuno. One. Crap. No, the answer was Kangaskhan. Oh, Oh, I would have never gotten that. (laughs) The one I always forget about. (laughs) The one that. Yeah, I don't really care for Kangaskhan. Yeah, I just kind of catch it and move on and just leave it in a box. (laughs) <laughs> okay, now for the second round of Who's That Pokemon. Here's the sound. Who's that Pokemon? And I love those is it, is it Jinx? <laughs> that is Jinx. That it's is Jinx. Nola. It's not? No. Oh, is it? Oh. Is it? Is it Nidoran? No. Oh. Crap, I, I know this one, though. I've, totally I've heard it, it recently. Is it like a Starmie? 
No, no. it's not Tarmi. Is it a water like type? No, it's not. Okay, water type. well, shoot. No, that sound is psychic type. It's gotta be. It is a psychic type. Is it oh. Kadabra? No. Uh, no. Alkazam? Is it Alkazam? No. Is it Abra? No. 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 Oh, okay. it's uh, Mr. Mime? No. Nope. Oh, it's Hypno. Is it Hypno? Hypno yes. is the correct answer. Yes, very good. You said drowsy, and I was like, oh, no, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone, thanks for playing Who's That Pokemon, and now we'll jump right back into our main discussion. And here we go. We're back and ready to talk all about Pokemon. I'm glad. Hope we uh, had fun trying to guess eight bit sound files. I did. I did enjoy that. <laughs> They're a lot closer to each other than you think they are. That's yeah, I tried to pick a so, some that was sort of distinctive enough, I guess. But okay, so we're going to be talking about Pokemon because it's the 20th anniversary. It's hard to believe it's been quite that long, actually. Uh, even though I guess it's a little shorter for all of us because you know it was like 98. Slash 99 before we even really knew what it was. True. Um, but yeah, so it came out in Japan in 1996 with uh, green and red. Yep. Uh, they then released a blue version in Japan a little bit later, which is basically what we got worldwide because they like fixed up a few glitches, I think, and uh, redrew all the sprites to make left, them look a little left less. Left many glitches intact. Yeah, yeah. I, the original version must have been even worse, though, but <laughs> they also, <laughs> yeah, yeah all the sprites to make them look a little nicer. And those um, are the sprites we got in yellow, right? No, those are the ones we no. had in red and blue. No, oh, so they, the, they got redrawn yet again for yellow. Yeah, you yeah, should... because they made... Damn. They based them on the anime in yellow. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. You should definitely yeah, the, Google the original sprites, because they are unrecognizably ugly. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to see yeah. this now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as we know, Pokemon is basically an RPG with you going around the world capturing different creatures to fight against each other and possibly kill, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> the games were, like, almost instantaneously popular, I think, uh, helped by the anime, I guess, in like Australia and the US and everything else. Because uh, I saw the anime first um, and didn't really... I think I was... I probably found out there was a game like a week later or something. Um, and that's why I wanted a Game Boy straight away. I was like, yes, Game Boy. Um, <laughs> the I think the, the, you know, the games are pretty impressive uh, as a Game Boy game. I, it's, it's hard to sort of imagine now, but when you first started playing them on the original black and white Game Boy. Um, there was something about the way the graphics were and like the way it drew you into the world that I don't know, it, it sort of it must have just like triggered your imagination because it must have just it just fills in the gaps as you're playing it to me. Like you can sort of imagine what the world would be like a bit more. Um, yeah. just, you know. Maybe yeah you had to be of a certain age to get that sort of magic happening. I imagine if you were like a little older it might not have 
work the same way. Like if you were like 17, 18 at the time, you'd be probably a little more um, cynical about the game. Oh, um, sure. You, Zach, you were a bit older. You were a bit older than us. So, like, how old were you when the game came out? I uh, roughly. <laughs> they came out in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, late ninety eight. Yeah. You're gonna make me do math now. Um, so I'm 33, I think. Um, wow. Oh, God. And Sorry. So Adam. Jesus. 16 years, 17. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mm. So yeah, I was driving. How about that? I Close was driving enough. a car. Mm. <laughs> I was 11 in 98, so. I was okay, 8. Okay, I was. Well, I, I was 8. Lord. <clears throat> this would probably be, be where Neil comes in and says, I was in kindergarten. No, Neil's like the same age as me, roughly. I think he's like a year oh, okay. us. Yeah, what are you talking about? Neil is old as fuck, man. Yeah, he's older I than give, me. I give him a hard time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was actually the year that I found out that all cars drive on the right in America. I used to think that they would that like they would watch the news every morning and they would say on the news which side of the road to drive on that day. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's funny that you were driving while I was learning my first Still thing about Still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, okay. God. So, how did... Let's go over some of our early, like, memories of how we, you know, found Pokemon and how we, like, got into the games and stuff. So, Zach, you would have been old enough to possibly just go and buy the game right away if you felt like it right yeah like, I, and i was i had been primed for pokemon by nintendo power mm-hmm. and nintendo power for several months had been running a little insert mini magazine called pokemon power yeah. or something to that effect and it was not only like back-to-back issues of it formed essentially an entire strategy guide for pokemon uh, but they also had a little comic book, which was uh, stills from the anime before the anime mm. had come out. <clears throat> so I was all about Pokemon uh, when it first came out. And I got red and my brother got blue. He's um, seven years younger than me. And we both caught them all. We were trading all the time. We were fighting all the time on our old ass Game Boys. And... Um, Gee, I, I got fully, I, I was fully invested in Pokemon. I was all about the card game. Uh, yeah. God, I was a lifeguard. Now, now I'm remembering more of this. I was, I was a lifeguard <laughs> at the time. And on my lunch breaks, I would usually wander over to the, uh, comic shop, which was like a f- 10 minute walk. And I'd buy one mm-hmm. or two packs. I was like an addict to the friggin' Pokemon card game. Um, uh, but, <laughs> Yeah, I was playing that all the time and loving every minute of it. And we got yellow and I played through yellow. And uh, I've actually, me or my brother, have owned every Pokemon game between us. Every mainline Pokemon game that's ever come out. Yeah. (laughs) Which is horrifying to consider. Um, But, yes, I was all about Pokemon. It's just, yeah, it is just crazy that... um... At the time, you know, my parents were like, ah, Pokemon's just a fad, you know, it'll go away just like Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers or whatever. <laughs> I was like, no, it's going to stay forever. <laughs> and I've been proven right. Since. 20 years yes, later, you're, you're like, ha! 
Yeah. yeah, you know, even though you know, like Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers are also still going. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, Ninja Turtles more than ever, and Power Rangers. Yeah. Too. A, new, a new comic just came out, mm. uh, and um, and they're getting a movie. There's going to be an yeah, actual they're like, another movie. for real movie. Yeah. Wow, these Pokemon look terrible. They do. I actually I googled it myself and found this. I was like, oh god, these sprites are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them I like more than the new ones, though. Yeah. All right, uh, Becky, how about you? Uh, well, I was actually in the same boat as Zach's younger brother, and that my sister is six years older than me, oh. uh, and mm-hmm. she she had Game Boy Pocket that she had gotten for nice. Christmas one year, yeah, and she got Pokemon Blue, and I remember watching her play through it because she was, I think, all the way through like Cinnabar Island or something, and she was starting to go back to catch a bunch of Pokemon, and she had this she had this printout of the Pokedex that she had found online where to get everything yes. that she could, and she was like going through and highlighting them as she got them. <laughs> she had po- Actually, she had Pokemon Red, not Blue. Sorry, my bad. And uh, I just remember I was watching it. I had no idea what she was doing. She just had this big list, and I was like, all these names are so weird. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I just have to catch all these things. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And so she let me play around on it a little bit, but obviously I couldn't save anything. Uh, so I, right. I started I started with, like, Squirtle the first, very, very first time. And I got through yes. through the pewter gym, because uh, uh, that was about as far as I got. Like, um, And so I was like, okay, I really, really want this game. I like it. It's so much fun. So I actually, I don't even remember how many months it took me. But at the time, uh, this was... Or when I decided to actually get my Game Boy Color, my very very first Game Boy, um, we had my mom had just gotten married to my stepdad, so I went from having just two sisters to now having five siblings. Um, Holy crap! Yeah, we had I got three step siblings, and at that time, uh, I think two of them were like twelve, thirteen. Um, I got getting up to like fourteen, and and basically three of my siblings had paper routes. That they had gotten because hmm. they were all, you know, young enough that paper out was pretty much one of the only jobs they could get. Um, and they were all getting to the point where they were like, okay, I have something else to do. Can somebody do my paper route? And my sister, my oldest sister, Sarah, used to take me on hers all the time uh, because a couple of her uh, subscribers gave candy. So she was like, I will give you candy if you come help me do my job. <laughs> and I was extremely gullible for candy. <laughs> So uh, I got to the point where there was thing. There were times that she couldn't do it. So she's like, "Oh, hey, do you want to do my paper out? I'll let you. I'll pay you this much to do it." And I'm like, "Okay." Um, and both of them are like, "All." I think it was two of my or one of my stepsisters and both of my sisters started getting to the point where they were like, "Okay, I don't feel like doing it today." Becky, do you want to do it? And I was like, "Yes," because I'm saving up <laughs> for Game Boy Color. So basically, I, over several months, saved up all the money they kept giving me to do their paper routes um, in this little tin that had a little lock on it with one of those keys that you could have just broken the stupid lock and stole my money. <laughs> but, but the important thing was it was locked. Um, and I got like $70, and my mom helped me go on eBay and find somebody who was using a slightly used Game Boy Color. It was purple. With a ga- with a Pokemon Blue version with it, I had I bought a purple it. Game Boy Color too, and I bought it for seventy dollars, and that was like the first game system I ever owned. It was mine, and I played Pokemon Blue, and I just remember like I got so excited because it was all in color. 
<laughs> it was just blue. It was all like monotone blue, but my sister's <laughs> it version was a single color. Yeah, my sister's version had been just gray. So I was like, "Look, mine's blue. Suck it." <laughs> <laughs> so I I got really excited and I played it. You know, I got super duper obsessed with it for a long time, and I just remember. Uh, really specifically the first time she challenged me to a battle because i was like okay i've got strong pokemon i can totally do this okay this is basically like an older your older sibling just beating up on you for the fun of it because uh, my uh. sister knew how bad i was at video games <laughs> you know I'm, I'm seven years old at this point maybe eight um and she's like yeah let's do a pokemon battle and she kicked my butt so hard <laughs> like we pretty much got through. I think I defeated one of her Pokemon, and then she sent out a Gengar and just used Hypnosis and Dream Eater on everything. And I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I just like cried after that because all my Pokemon were dead. And she was like, "Well, you just got to get better." And I'm like, "Thanks, get Sarah." <laughs> yeah, no, this is like, <laughs> I'm like, like she years later, I'm Gary like, you what, didn't she? <laughs> I feel like, you know, years and years later, I'm like, I really hope you're proud of yourself for kicking the snot out of an eight-year-old. <laughs> you know, when you were freaking 15 or whatever. <laughs> it's like, damn. I'm sure the tables have turned now, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if she's actually gotten the, like, last three generations of Pokemon, because she can't afford a 3DS. Uh, oh. But she's giving, she's starting to get my nephew into it. She, uh, like last Christmas, she was going around asking people, she's like, hey, does anybody have Pokemon Emerald or something like that? Because we got, uh, we got Cade a, uh, Game Boy Advanced SP, uh, to play it. And she's like, yeah, nice. you know, I can't really afford a brand new system, but we got one of these used. So does anybody have any of the, uh, Game Boy Advanced generation games? So she got him Pokemon Emerald to play. Nice. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see going on to the next generation. I was like, oh my god, do I have any of my games that I can give him? What? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. How about you, Adam? What's your story? Uh, well, mine's pretty boring. Uh, I saw the commercial, not the anime or anything. Um, And I called my dad at work. And he's always worked in restaurants, so he's like worked late and stuff. And I called him at work, which is not something that like we normally did. And I told him, I was like, please, will you stop at the store and buy me this game? And he was like, why? And I was like, I just, I would need it. I need it so badly. I want it. <laughs> and he, he was like, what are you talking about? Like, just out of nowhere, <laughs> the commercial just like sucked me in. It was like, you need this. And I was like, I need yes, this. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. And he was like, what's it called? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it has some, has some weird name. <laughs> There's a red one and a blue one. I want the red one. Please don't give me the blue one. And he was like, okay, but I think the store's going to be closed and I get off work and I don't even know what you want. And I was like, just please, 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 I need it. I want it so bad. <laughs> and then he showed up really late at night with Pokemon Red. Nice. And I was like, holy wow, shit. Like, nice. I can't believe that this worked. Well, that was a fast turnaround, yeah. Jeez. I know. Like, I got it like, the same day. I did not think that it was going to happen, but it did. Um, so my mom told me I couldn't take it to school or anything, so I had to leave it at home. Eventually, schools um, told you you couldn't take it to school. Yeah. Yeah, eventually that. <laughs> you stopped worshipping the devil. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then uh, my brother was all like, because then Pokemon blew up and everyone was talking about it, everyone knew about it. And my brother was like trying to plan my save file all the time, but I didn't want to miss anything because I knew you couldn't go back and redo anything. So I was like, no, you cannot play my game. 
And one night, I was in like Celadon City. I was stuck. I couldn't figure out that I needed a glass of water to give to those thirsty bros um, <laughs> around whatever city, Saffron or something. Saffron, yeah. Uh, and I, so I was stuck. I hit a wall, and I didn't want my brother to figure it out. So I hid my Game Boy. <laughs> But I couldn't. I, the next day, I couldn't find it anywhere. I had lost oh, my Game Boy, my original childhood Game Boy. It was a gift from my uncle, and it was just gone with my Pokemon game. And then, like six months you later, it was your my dad at work. <laughs> no, no, I was just really sad because my brother, yeah. in the in that time, he bought he was like playing baseball or something. He bought Pokemon Blue from some guy on his team, um, so he was playing his Pokemon game. And I didn't have a Pokemon game. I was really sad. And I loved Pokemon. So then, like, six months later for my birthday, my mom came and she took me out of the school. And it was, was like, I was felt so special. And I got a Game Boy Pocket, the metallic one. Oh, yeah. And a new copy of Pokemon Red. And I was so excited. I was so happy. And I got through it. I f- finally figured out how to get past the damn guards. And then I found it. I found my old Game Boy in my closet. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so I had two copies, um, nice. and with my two copies and my brother's blue and my neighbor across the street's copy, we completed the Pokedex together. Hell yes! And it was it was very nice. magical. I had to wait for like I can't even remember how long. My best friend got Pokemon Red after you know probably probably a year I think or a year and a half within the time I got Pokemon Blue. So I had to wait. For a significant amount of time, because my sister just, I don't, I can't even remember what she did with hers. I think she gave it away or stopped playing it until I could actually complete the Pokedex. And then it was, then for the longest time, her and I were doing that thing where, you know, I had one version and she had the other. So that's how I got so far in Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Sapphire. Because <laughs> I was like, I've got a friend who buys these Pokemon games as much as I do. Got that certificate from from the creators of the game. Yes, I did. It was yeah. the so most horrible. It was the most horrifying moment of my life. <laughs> I was like, "What is this? <laughs> I put all this work in for this? You're kidding exactly me?" Exactly right. <laughs> I was so yeah, upset. You're supposed to get a Mew, but we didn't. Get I a thought Mew. so too. I actually thought there was going to be something really special. Which, just on a quick side note, I think out of all of these sprites, the ugliest one is probably Mew. Mew looks like a fetus. <laughs> the old Mew space fetus. Space it's really fetus. ugly. <laughs> Although Machamp yeah. is a, a close second. God, what is that thing? I don't know. These. <laughs> this is why they redid them as soon as they got any money. Well, some they of the like, redos are okay. worse. Like Pidget is awful in the new one. He looks like a head with some wings. <laughs> yeah. Pidget actually looks so, kind of cool in the other one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah, as for my story, um, like I said, I saw the anime first, and for some reason, I thought I had originally seen it in like Easter, um, but it turns out that the anime didn't start in Australia apparently until October '98. So hmm. around that time, um, the games came out at the same time as well. So it must have been around that time. Um, yeah, so I saw the first episode, and like it was in instantly hooked as I'd never seen like a a concept or like a cartoon quite like it before even though I'd seen like Sailor Moon and 
Astro Boy and things in the past, um, Pokemon stood out as being something different. It's like really exciting. Yeah. And um, and that first episode, friends, it tugs at your heartstrings. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it's good. Um, and like most of the people that I knew ended up just like getting their parents to like buy them the game straight away as I uh, I had to wait as well I had to wait at least six months probably um to like save off a bit of money and and stuff so I used to like yeah I used to when I was over at someone's house or they had the game I would like just start playing their their cartridge and not save it so you know sometimes I'll like sleep over at someone's house and that would be asleep. I would just turn on the Pokemon game and play to like Cerulean City or something. And then the time comes and you got to like switch it off. And you're like, oh, damn, will that work? Again. Like, again, yeah. Uh, and like my sister used to have like piano lessons at a shopping center every Saturday. So I used to go and stare at the game at Toys R Us and like read the back of the box and Aww. everything. Just like go like, and like, oh, I've got to put it back on the shelf. <laughs> so oh. it was like when I finally got it, I, I knew a lot about the game already, so I could sort of just like zoom through a lot of it. But um, do you guys remember like playing on like one of the older Game Boys? Like there was like a cheap that like, you could get through Rock Tunnel without using Flash and stuff like that. Like you could just pump the contrast up and you could see the walls and everything. Yeah. Was, oh, I don't remember yeah. that at all. I, do, I, I might not I have done it. Yeah, I used to do little, like, we used to, like, do little tricks like that. Yeah. Um, Obviously, I had a color, like, so I couldn't do that, but my friend had... Yeah, the, you couldn't do that. Yeah, the, she had the, the whole... Color, yeah. she had the old brick that, I forgot Game there Boy. was contrast settings, uh, that contrast thing on the old Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, even the Pocket had uh-huh. a contrast thing. Um, I had a Game Boy Pocket, and then I think, yeah, in 1999, it might have been for my birthday, I got the um, Game Boy Color Pokemon special edition with like, Pikachu yep. and Meowth and stuff on it. Nice. Yes. Um, so that was that was cool. And um, yeah, so I ended up playing... I probably restarted the game during that like those first couple of years like five or six times. A few of those were due to accidents in cloning Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it uh, erased your save file if you didn't do it quite right. Uh, um, and I remember like a friend of mine will like sleep did it like, like I was down at his house and um we were cloning Pokemon and then I was like, Oh yeah, I know how to do it. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I'll clone you like this Pokemon and then it erased his game Ooh. and he was like hundred and forty something Pokemon oh, on God. the Pokedex. Ouch. I was like uh and he got upset about it. I was like, It's alright. I'll erase my game and we'll start again together. Aww. So I erased my game. And it was like, I was also close to finishing it as well. But Crap. Yeah, stuff like that happened. And it was, it's kind of funny looking back on that. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> I hope cloning works in the 3DS. I think there re-release. was only one, I think there was only one time my game glitched out like that. And it was mm. the missing no glitch. Um, yep, where I tried too. to, really? yeah, I tried to duplicate, uh, or I duplicated my items and that went by just fine. But those, uh, those like Snorlax that show up and show up there, I caught one of oh. those and mm-hmm. I had it in my PC box. I had actually like two of them, I think. And I came back into my game one day and every Pokemon I had in my box was gone. 
Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I never encountered those sort of glitches. The only one, yeah, the only thing I ever went wrong was with the cloning thing because that was heaps more risky. Mm-hmm. Um, Living on the edge. Yeah, there, there is a lot of, like, random glitches in that. That's how, like, when my, I actually played and completed Blue Version again a couple of years ago because I replaced the internal battery in, in the cartridge. Nice. So I was like, I'll start again. And uh, I finished the Pokedex. And it was the first time I looked into how to glitch Mew, how to get Mew. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, you got to do a whole bunch of sort of weird steps and you get to a point in around Cerulean City where yeah, Mew will appear and you can catch it. I was like, I wish I knew that, knew, had known that back in the day because it would have been so impressive to turn up at school and go, I've got a I've Mew. Got- <laughs> yeah. I actually got my first Mew. Uh, like a month and a half ago, actually, right before they announced the fact that they were releasing all the event Pokemon, uh, one of my friends was playing. Uh, we were he uh he had Y, I think it was, and then he got a brand new or he got a new 3ds XL, and when he tried to transfer his save data, all of the save data corrupted for Pokemon. Oh. Um, oh, so he lost everything, and he had like the so Pokedex that- filled up, and he had so many shinies. So he finally got uh, his. He got fi- finally got a new version, and one of his friends gave him a crap ton of Pokemon on it. Um, and nice. then I helped him get a bunch of stuff that he was missing from like Gen Five because I had moved a bunch of stuff uh, via the Poke Transporter to my game, and I had a bunch of excess things that I didn't need. So we were for a good like two weeks, just me and two of my other friends, just trading so many Pokemon back and forth. And he just goes. <laughs> Yeah, so is there anything you guys want? Just because, you know, I have no life and do nothing but, like, play video <laughs> games all day. I will breed you shinies and I will get stuff. So he bred me a oh, shiny sure. Charmander. Um, so I have a shiny Charmander with almost perfect EVs, even. Uh, <laughs> and he evolved it for me, too. And then uh, he just randomly was like, oh, yeah, I can get you guys, like, a Mew or something. One of my friends that I know has, like, six. Because they did... he. His friend had either gone to Japan or lived there for a short period of time, so one of their events, he had just gotten a crap ton of them and had been transferring them through his games. Uh, so he's like, yeah, if you want one. I was like, yeah, please, sure. This this is great. And then he just shows up, and he gives me a shiny Mew. I have a oh shiny blue Mew in my, my Pokemon <laughs> X game, and I'm just like, ha ha, I feel so cool. <laughs> I, have, I have a couple Mews just sitting in my Pokemon box, because they've They've released Event Muse several times over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they even released one for Heart Gold Soul Silver. <clears throat> um, but I'm really disappointed with the most recent Mew because it only knows Pound. What? <clears throat> really? Yeah, the, the GameStop yeah. Mew only knows Pound. Wow, I haven't and, gotten that uh, one yet. It's cause... at level 100. Wow. So it's the most useless event Pokemon I've ever gotten. What? They give it, they give it to you at level 100? Yeah, That's yeah it's level 100. Cool. And it only knows pound, but you can learn every TM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Time. Yeah, sure, but yeah. like, come on. And take I it to the move it yet tutor. Because, uh, I was See, going um, to wait until I went to go get Fire Emblem to pick up the code <laughs> for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like back in back in the day, though, with Red and Blue, um, I didn't like most people didn't even know about Mew until at least you know leading up to the the first movie and stuff. Um, but then it came down to, like, trying to find a kid that had gone to some event in, like, a major city that actually got Mew. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you could actually get it added to your Pokedex. Um, 
Yeah, isn't that end. funny? That's like that. That was all I wanted to do. Like I would trade a kid for a Pokemon I didn't have, then give it right back. All I wanted was the Pokedex entry. Yeah, I yeah. used to do that because like most people wanted their own Pokemon back. Yeah, right. Um, for for whatever reason, I guess like if they used them, I guess, but um. But yeah, like having like I didn't get to go to one of those events to get them to install it on your like unlock it on your game, but it would have been kind of cool. Well, I don't think I got Mew on my blue version until like two thousand or something because I hadn't met anyone that actually had it, and um, so yeah. I got a Mew on on red and blue. I just I just don't remember how. <laughs> but I, I I know I I recognize the sprite in my game. I yeah. just couldn't tell you how I got it. Well, you might have seen it on the Game Boy camera because the sprite was on that. Oh, I did not have the Game Boy camera. Oh, as like a stamp on there. You, you, they taunted you with it on the Game Boy camera. <laughs> Game Boy camera is always something I've wanted to buy. And, and I there is one um, at, at Bosco's at the comic shop, but there's not a Game Boy printer. So what's the point? Yeah. Well, I, there is there are ways to rip the information onto a computer now. I've been doing that recently. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So you can you can do that if you wanted to. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? All right, so, yeah, let's just jump into sort of the playthroughs. Like, we, we all played through the game leading up to this episode, so we can just talk about sort of recent experiences and some other, you know, anecdotes, whatever, that come up. So um, how did everyone play? What version did everyone play? Uh, Zach, what did you, you played? Yellow, red, oh red, you played red. Okay, uh, Becky. I also played red because because considering that uh, blue was the first one I got and yellow was the essentially the anime adaptation version, red is actually the one mm. I've played the least. So I was like, yeah, oh, okay. I'll play red. Yeah. Mm. Adam, what do you what did you use? Um, this is my first time ever playing blue. Ooh. Blue's the best version. Blue so is it is not. Version. It is not the best version. <laughs> it's Blastoise. Blastoise is awesome. No, because the I played on a Game Boy Color. The only color is blue. Everything is <laughs> you know blue. you can change the color palette on the Game Boy Color. Yeah, but yeah, Pokemon you hold down Red. Directional button and select. I think. In blue, you just there's... push left, left and B, and you get black and white. Oh, in blue, nice. all the water is blue, which is stupid. But in red, it's like seas of blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, which which it's beautiful. That, um, it's all that. Um, you know, fishing, Pokemon fishing industry. Yeah, you fish whichever and then you murder has, them and you just leave them. Whichever version has Scyther as the best version. That's red. Red, yeah. Yeah. The blue version has Caterpie, so you get Butterfree. That's true, I do what? like that. They both Butterfree. have Caterpie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's actually, so. yeah, you're yeah, right. They, they actually do. do, but it's really hard to find Caterpie. Oh, that's right. Weedle's really hard. It's just heaps uncommon yeah yeah it just keeps throwing freaking weedle at you going here you want a weedle yeah. keep you want a weedle here have another weedle <laughs> <laughs> so oh! I, I played uh i played yellow version this uh this time around because I, I bought the cartridge uh not not that long ago actually and um placed the battery in that i did own yellow like ori- originally but i ended up selling selling it when i was younger i wish i didn't now I wish I didn't sell some of the stuff that I did back then for really cheap. I'm right there with uh, you. Because uh, Pokemon games, for some reason, are super expensive. I mean, in Australia, on like the buy swap sales on Facebook and stuff, uh, a beat up cartridge can sell for 50 bucks. Good God. 
and like eBay's worse than that. So yeah. <laughs> um, so my like as I only got to like the second gym badge in this playthrough, but you know I'm, we're all pretty familiar with how the game goes. And uh, I was actually I'm gonna just keep playing yellow because my um I called my character Ash, and I was only gonna capture and use the Pokemon that Ash used in the anime, so I've been building his oh, team slowly, so I had that angle going on, so that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know if I would have to release Butterfree at a certain point. Just oh, <laughs> yes. no! Why? <laughs> I, actually, speaking of releasing Pokemon into the wild, I always, as a, for some reason as a kid, I like wondered, oh, if I release this Pokemon, is there a chance that I can just randomly come up against it in the field <laughs> like a, a one day i think that would be really cool imagine just coming across like a level 30 butterfree or something you're like oh my you're god like, oh, is this there is he is my this one. i can recapture it <laughs> yeah that had the one that had your name that you named it <laughs> I, I hate doing that oh god i, oh, I do too I, I, don't I, name, I, name I never name I'm ridiculous yeah. oh, for it. naming all of my pokemon either after nerd references or really bad puns <laughs> 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 like uh one of my when i was trading with that friend of mine i was telling you about to help him get his pokedex back he just like oh god you or wait you nickname pokemon don't you and i was like oh yeah he was like okay so i want you to get me a honedge and i was like well you gotta pick a nickname because i'm gonna nickname it and he's like okay uh okay i got nothing just just name it something <laughs> so i was like okay <laughs> Because he was super duper obsessed with playing Xenoblade at the time, I decided to name it Monado. <laughs> so he got a hone edge called Monado. Oh Monado. my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, a lot of people say that the, you know, the original Pokemon games are like, they age so badly, they're unplayable. I'm one of those really, people. I don't agree with <laughs> it being unplayable. I mean, sure, the graphics and everything look, you know, I can, if you didn't grow I can up deal with it, that. it'd be hard to look at. Some of the the, the, the way that the, your bag works and your, the computer and all that is a little annoying. Um, but I don't think it's unplayable. I, I don't see how it's unplayable. And I really like how seamless the world is. That was like, that's like a really cool thing how, you know, in other RPGs and that you might go to a world map and then sort of trudge along a miniaturized version of the world. Pokemon was always in the same perspective. It was always pretty much seamless. You could just walk around to different cities, and it felt more like realistic in a weird way. It was like the world was like felt alive to me. Sure. Um, so Zach, why do you why do you think it's aged badly? Um, first, let me say that I got to the third gym. I didn't beat the third gym, but I got there. Uh, <laughs> Um, and I like the world building. I think the game, you know, the, the, the game itself has a solid foundation. <clears throat> uh, I can deal with the graphics. The graphics are, you know, fine to me because I grew up with it. I just think that um, for all the joking we do about, oh, you know, Pokemon's been the same for 20 years. Why buy a new game? Just buy the originals and play those. They really have made a ton of iterative changes that radically improve the experience. Abs yeah, absolutely. I agree. Like, yeah, they and, have. But like, I don't think that 
makes the old ones unplayable. I don't think it. No, I'm. I'm not going to say it makes them unplayable, but it makes it just, just. I mean, like I said before, I've played every Pokemon generation, and mm. coming off of Omega Ruby, um, or even shit, Heart Gold Soul Silver, going back to this the original games with, with the ridiculous encounter rates. Especially in dungeons, um, with the obscene item prices for how much money you get in battles, for the uh, the way you have to, I you know I know maybe this is this is sacrilege, but putting that effing Magikarp at the front of my party so that mm. so that he can gain experience and not even yeah. that much experience. No, uh, the experience and then my, doesn't, terrible. doesn't Magikarp <clears throat> evolve in like level thirty or something? No, he's yeah. still oh, twenty. Oh, he's oh, still twenty. 20 okay. But even so, you know, your next Pokemon has to take the hit mm-hmm. uh, when you switch yeah. him out, and the balancing in this old game is so awful. Every time you fight a Raticate, the Raticate annihilates you with Hyperfang. Yeah. Just if he uses Hyperfang, you're gonna die. Because he's not only going to do a whole lot of damage, your opponents get like five times the critical hits you do. <laughs> and, you know, more than that, if there's a status effect, you're going to get that status effect. If yep. you use the attack with the status effect, it's not going to affect them at all. So the, yeah. the in, just just the combination of the encounter rate, which grinds you down, and then when you do approach a trainer... Their chances of doing significant damage are so much better than yours. It just drives me up the wall. That's ultimately why I stopped playing. Your Pokemon need to be stronger. You need to be like a few levels higher. Well, you do need to be a few levels, but that means you just have to grind and grind. Yeah. And grind on. And you gain so terrible experience. So little experience in this (laughs) game per fight. I guess. I I didn't run into any of that. uh, I couldn't stand it. Like I was OP rolling I mean, maybe down part of the pro- all the Maybe pitches. part of the problem was that <laughs> part of the problem was like an idiot. I chose Bulbasaur I as chose my starter, which I chose is Charmander. Guys, Charmander. Bulbasaur is the worst choice because um, he doesn't yeah, learn Charmander's Fine Whip famous. until he's at level twelve or thirteen. So you have to grind twelve or thirteen till just to fight Brock. Because Brock yeah. will kill anybody else you have, you've even caught up to that point. Uh, mm. But, and that's the other thing. The type advantage, I was very surprised by this. The type advantage is not as critical in this game as later ones. No, it's super critical. Maybe not early in the game, but it's pretty much if you have type advantage, you can take out the enemy in one hit. Mm. Not um, for. Bulbasaur versus Onyx, or even Geodude. I'm trying to remember what level my and even even I had my Bulbasaur Pikachu was. fighting um, what's her face Misty, and yeah. it took multiple Thundershocks to get any of her Pokemon to die. Yeah, I, I in Yellow I didn't um, one hit kill Misty's Pokemon. It took at least two or three. Yeah. yeah. Whereas so in the new, in the newer games, even even I think Gold and Silver, the type advantage was far more effective. Hmm. I kind of want to play gold and silver now to see what the difference is. Don't worry, we'll do a segment on that when they release those. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably. 
But I, I, I definitely really did. Good... Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, no, go I definitely ahead. did just the hardest, I think, uh, path, at least to start with, because Charmander's my bro. I, I love my Charmander and my, my Charizard when I eventually get it. So fighting Brock is a pain. <laughs> Oh yeah. Because obviously like all the rest of your Pokemon are like bird type and normal type, bug type. You're like none of these, none of these work. Right. It is literally I have to beef up my Charmander and just throw Ember at it over and over and over again and just like you're going to die from sheer strength is what you're going to do. <laughs> you know like See, the way I I used to play the games and um I also was doing this on my this yellow playthrough as well. I tended to get like I'll get like a Butterfree and I'll have my main Pokemon and I'll have a Pidgey as well usually and I'll raise all of them to like level 12 before I challenge Brock. Jesus. Just just because that's the way I used to play it. It was grinding was a little more like I I I have less patience for it now but back when I was younger I used to like the idea of I'm making my Pokemon stronger. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, back and, in the um, day, it was much more tolerable because that was just how I played the game. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, Butterfree will, like, stomp Brock once, you know, you've got Butterfree and the couple moves off its sleeve. If you've like, got, like, Confusion and Sleep Powder, you can usually do, you can yeah, do some confusion's good damage. Confusion's pretty powerful. Because Confusion's yeah. pretty powerful, and you can put them to sleep to the point where they can't one-hit KO your Butterfree with, you know... Because mm. it's unfortunately just not that strong. Rock throw. Yeah. With, yeah, rock throw. Yeah, because I used to, I used to like, with the whole thing with the grinding just then as well, I used to try and space out my trainers because I knew they gave you more experience. So <laughs> I was like, if I have, like, I used to give myself, like, um, benchmarks to uh, milestones to reach. So I was like, I'm not going to leave Cerulean City until I'm, like, level 25 <laughs> or something. Wow. I used to, like, space it out that much. And then, like, later in the game, it kind of went away because you're generally like i was generally strong enough yeah and also the game gets harder if you have a full team of pokemon if you have a full team of six it's much harder to keep them keep everyone at the same oh yeah Yeah. as soon as the pokemon up like levels up in my games i switch them i keep them all the same level i hate having like like pokemon like five levels apart or something they've all got to be the same me too i was rocking a five-man team because i couldn't just couldn't find a six that was doing it for me Mm. Yeah, I yeah. generally my starter is almost always like five levels higher than anything else because yep. it's just stronger. But everything else is usually comparable to the same level. Like I might have one that's at the front of my team that's like one or two levels less than the others, but they all hover around the same level. See, I'll hold my starter back until the others catch up. Nope, nope. I, I let my I, I let my Charizard just rip everything apart because <laughs> because <laughs> that's I what people, I do. Kids back in the day just used to only use their starter and just like get all the levels to one pokemon to stomp everything wow i could never wanted to do that well if you do that you run into uh problems with your level cap yeah Yeah. and with type disadvantage because there was things when you just got to you know got uh, yeah i loved my my charmander up to misty's done or uh, misty's gym and then it was like well crap i can't even I can't even touch you. You're like a plague right now. Just go over there and sit. Let Pikachu take care of this, please. But yeah, no, you kind of ran into that when you were comparable to any of your gym leaders or something, and then all of a sudden they pulled out a Pokemon that you were weak against. You're like, well, crap, I'm done for, because the rest of my Pokemon suck. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
that was uh, that was my first experience i think with brock's gym that was really bad as i remember way back when i can't remember which starter at the time i was using but i just just by sheer bad luck they critical did a critical on me and my my starter died and it's just like everything else was just terrible i was like yeah i lost because none of these other pokemon can do enough damage they suck (laughs) like yeah yeah i mean they're not good against rock types anyway but (laughs) i once beat brock with uh metapod using struggle (laughs) oh my god yeah talk about skinning your teeth did you, like, just use Harden for ages and then you were strong enough to, like, survive yeah. hits or something? Yeah. I think it was, like, close to evolving, so it was, like, a pretty high-level metapod, but... You were, like, maybe it was samurai in the, in the anime. Yep. Exactly. You use Harden. Harden. I use Harden, too. <laughs> you're Harden novice! Master. You're a novice trainer! I was... Stop it with that trainer crack. <laughs> what does novice mean, samurai? I actually <laughs> what does don't it know mean? what that meant back when I was, uh... <laughs> Watching that anime for the first time, I was like, "What is he even talking about?" <laughs> no one did. That's I always wanted to when like... the word "novice" came into the American language. What? <laughs> that was when the samurai <laughs> really? was talking about novice. Novice. <laughs> I, I like. I wanted to like. Do you remember the episode in the anime where there was like a dude that had his own unofficial gym and he had his training his sandshrew in like water and yes, weights yeah. and everything? AJ, the like, I always trainer. wanted to make my own. I always wanted to make my own, like, Pokemon gym that people would come to, like, a, a, a place where I was and, like, challenge me in, in the Game Boy games. I'm and, surprised like, that hasn't. Badge. I'm surprised that hasn't been implemented yet, honestly. Yeah, to be honest. What people is, could do it. You so, can yeah, do that. You could just do it anyway, like, if you wanted to, but it's getting people to come and battle you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about in-game or in the real world? I'm talking about in real life. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, like, Pokemon leagues. You can go join a Pokemon league. And play cards. Yeah, but it's not the same as the like game. having like. There's a, a gym leader. A gym around. You can play yeah. the gym leader. <laughs> I don't know. My gym leader. His name is is Squeaky. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I found out there's another gym somewhere in town, and the gym leader there stole Squeaky's girlfriend. And oh. there's like bad blood between the two Pokemon gyms in my town. <laughs> Are they gonna fight? In Pokemon to settle it. Oh, so no, it's like that like... one episode of Pokemon with the two competing gyms, with the with the Scyther and uh, uh, Electabuzz. Yeah, 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 yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. It's weird, um, but yeah. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, what were you going to say before you were saying something? Oh, I don't know. What I could have been saying anything. <laughs> About the- about the games, uh, anything else? Oh, about the games. Um, yeah, when I was playing it, I decided to do as many glitches as I could. I wanted to play with glitches. Oh, yeah. Rare candy cheat all the way. Oh, psh, no, that's child's <laughs> play. I was doing some hard what? stuff, man. Like, there's... It's novice. It's, it's not... <laughs> novice? You don't know how to glitch, novice. <laughs> novice. Um, but in Viridian Forest, if you... Step if you get in a Pokemon battle on a tile in front of a certain trainer and lose, then it glitches out and you could potentially get like a rare Pokemon. What? Yeah. And I looked at I, I was looking at this glitch online and the guy I was watching, it took him like thirty tries to get it, and I was like, Oh, I'm never mm. gonna get that. And what he did is he weakened his Pokemon before uh and saved and like went and stepped on it. Yeah, And I was like, I don't want to do all that because he had to try so many times because you have to get 
into a Pokemon battle with a wild Pokemon on the tile in front of a trainer. So it's like so yeah. random. I was like, I'm there's no way I'm doing that. So I go to face the trainer and I get attacked by a Caterpie while I'm standing in front of the trainer. Like I wasn't even trying to do it, but it happened on my first try. But all my Pokemon were like really like healthy. So I was like, am I really going to do this? Sit here and take the hits? Yeah. So I sat there and I took the hits. I had to do things like uh, use growl a lot, which made it last longer. (laughs) But I didn't yeah. want to attack him or else he'd... So it took me like half an hour to do this. And finally, I do it. <laughs> and uh, depending on what Pokemon you fight, like based on one of their stats, you get a different Pokemon. And one of them was a Nidoking. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. A Nidoking at the beginning of the game. Like, yeah, I want that. And if you use Growl on it six times, like normally it's level seven. But every time you use Growl on the Pokemon that you fight, before it appears the level goes down one and if you get it to level one and then you level it up or you get get it enough experience to go to not go up to level two like just a little bit of experience it'll jump up to level 100 like it's some weird glitch with level one pokemon so i did that a couple times and i kept getting the wrong pokemon like Slowpoke would show up and like other pokemon that i didn't want and then I finally got Nidoking to show up. And I was so excited. And he was level one. So I capture him. And I go to take him out of my PC box. And the game crashed. Oh. The, the level one Pokemon in my box crashed it. So I had to do it again. Oh. Yeah. And then I messed it up. And I got a level two. I got a level two Nidoking. That's good enough. Level Dancing. two. But it didn't. The level mm-hmm. one ones you could glitch up to level one hundred, but the level two oh. ones you couldn't. So oh. I had to go through the game with this normal level Pokemon. And <laughs> then uh when I got to Cerulean City, there's that glitch to get Mew, which is really similar yeah. in concept. Uh and I found mm-hmm. out there you can actually get two Mews right there. Hmm. So I got both of them. One of them I forgot to growl at, so it was level seven. And then the other one I messed up and it was level two, not level one. So I almost did the glitch right, but twice, three, four, a hundred times I, I messed it up. So I never got... I'm just glad there's like, there's like a way to get Mew yeah. without worrying about it. Because like on the 3DS re-releases now, you'll be able to get Mew and it'll be all good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I, once I got through, it was kind of a slog until I got through, got to like Cerulean City. Uh, the game is kind of narrow through there, but once you get out of Rock Tunnel, you have like four different towns you can go to, uh, kind of defeat gyms in whatever order. You can go to Safari Zone. You're kind of powerful, so you can just go do whatever you want. Um, so I understand what Zach was saying, but I think that's mostly like early game stuff. I'm like sure once you it get, is. once you get to Cerulean City, it's, it's a lot more fun. Uh, but I ended up beating it, like, right after I got to Australian City, it's all downhill. You're just, you're almost done with the game before you get your fourth badge. Uh, but I ended up doing, like, the missing no trick, which a lot of people don't know this, but it will have Pokemon from the last place you were. So if you go to the Safari Zone, and then you do the missing no trick, the Safari Zone Pokemon will show up there, so you can just catch them mm. there like normal. Because I knew you could always find random Pokemon, like, sometimes you 
randomly come across like a Bulbasaur or Mewtwo or yeah. stuff like that as well, and you could capture them and yeah. stuff. If you had read the treaties on Pokemon strategy that I sent you, <laughs> it's in there. It's all in there. It's based on your character's name and the last location that you were. So mm. you get three random Pokemon based on your name, um, and then you get some random Pokemon based on the last location that you were. Mm-hmm. But I, I love this game. It's it's crazy yeah. that this, that old games are like a time capsule for your brain. Like uh, mm-hmm. when I was playing this game, like all these emotions and memories from when I played this game the first time all came back, and I felt like yeah. a little kid again. And I thought it was it was pretty special, you know. When I play a newer Pokemon game, like. Oh, it feels like Pokemon or whatever, but when I play the old ones, it takes me back to the moment in time when I first played that game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not just Pokemon, it's any game. Maybe that's just like a generally known thing, but I, well, I just, just realized like, it. If you, I guess if, if you're like a kid, you're playing, say, Yokai Watch today, it might be like that in 20 years' time. Right. Yeah. If Yokai Watch is still sort of around and stuff. But there's anything you sort of experience, I guess, as a younger kid. Did, like, because I was, like, 11, like, close to 12 when the game's coming out. Like, it wasn't cool to like Pokemon at school, really. And, like, I'm pretty sure everyone, pretty much everyone in my year, like, watched the um the cartoon. But most people didn't admit to it and, like, made fun of everyone that did and stuff. Yeah. But did you guys have, like, you you guys were, you and Becky are a bit younger, but, mm-hmm. um, Zach, did you have, like... People making fun of you for playing like a little kitty Pokemon game. Well, I didn't really go to school. I homeschooled through, uh, oh, through high school. Um, uh, okay. So you probably didn't have that. Didn't really have that, but the people I did hang out with um, uh, did play Pokemon and and, and uh, liked it. So I, I got some mm. flack from the other lifeguards. Yeah, uh, but nothing serious. I mean, everyone was a gamer, so. Uh, they understood, I guess, the appeal of the yeah. games, and, and I think mm. I think things started turning a corner uh, with Gold and Silver. I think that's when the series really kind of hit mainstream acceptance. Yeah. Uh, mm. But uh, yeah, with Red and Blue, I didn't get a lot of flack. I got a little bit, but uh, yeah, probably because of my situation. Hmm. Yeah, me and, like, the, my friends, like, because all my actual, like, closer friends were into it and stuff, and we, we had a fan club, and we made little <laughs> booklets and everything, and, like, um, we had, like, a, a friend, I had a friend in Sydney, so we had, like, a member that was in Sydney, I was like, wow. oh, look, we've got a long-distance member that never comes to our meetings. <laughs> you know, one of, the, one, of the, one of the super uh, nerdy things I used to do, because I was into the card game. Uh, I forget what the the magazine was, but there used to be a magazine that was kind of dedicated to Pokemon cards, and it would it would uh, have a listing of all the Pokemon cards that had come out, but it would also list pretty awful translations of Japanese expansions that had just come out. Mm. So was it Pojo, yeah, I think it was Pojo. I remember and, that magazine, and I got so excited about the gym leader expansions and the uh, Neo expansions, because the Neo expansions, of course, were for gold and silver. 
And I used to, you know, I should PDF some of these things, but I made my own Pokemon cards based on those translations of gold and uh, silver Pokemon. Okay. Mm. And the local gym leader at the Pokemon trading card game league in town at Bosco's, uh, he said I could use them as long as other kids were okay with me using them. And they were all like, those are awesome. Yes, use them. So <laughs> they never won me any games, but, and, and the translations <laughs> were awful. I, I, I forget what some of them were called, but, but uh, they, they had some pretty funny names hmm. in the, in these, in this Pojo translation. But man, I had a lot of Pojo magazines. That was, that was a sickness is what that was. <clears throat> did um, any, uh, did um, Adam and Becky, did you guys do anything sort of really fanny like that, like guidebooks or like mm. crazy in-depth things? No, oh, I, I, have... was, I was pretty casual, not going to lie. Mm. <laughs> oh, I was Pikachu for one year for Halloween and my brother was Ash. Um, <laughs> and I also... I... Did you see the only does that Does that tell no. us all, all we need to know about your relationship with your brother? Yeah, we hate each other, but secretly we like each other, and we'll work together to beat Team Rocket. Nice. Um, but I have a Pokemon fan fiction that I wrote, like an episode of of the show when I was really little, and I think I still have it. It's like, you know, the little tiny like pocket notebooks. Oh yeah. Mm. It's it's like seven of those front and back. Holy crap! And, yeah, it's all right. Like it's like the length of an episode. It has Team Rocket in it and everything. Um, but yeah, I did, I did that. I used to draw a lot of Pokemon because uh, I just used to doodle a lot when I was a kid. And I, I remember for just like three years, I had this binder with Pikachu on the front. All, and every folder in the binder was Pokemon. Like one was a Pikachu themed folder. One was a Charmander themed folder. And I just remember having that forever. <laughs> I'm just being like, this is my best. This is the best binder ever. I actually made I made a lot of guy friends in elementary school thanks to that. <laughs> like they were all yeah. like, "Oh my god, you like Pokemon?" And I was like, "Well, yeah," because not a lot of the girls in my school were super into it, or they didn't want to really like talk about it. It was mostly like oh. there were there were there were a couple of nerdy girls, but not many. It was me, my friend, and my best friend, and a couple of other people. But usually, yeah. the people you talked to about Pokemon were the boys because they were the only ones that wanted to talk about it. Um, and right. then when they found out you watched Dragon Ball Z too, they were like, "Oh my god, you're so cool!" They start, like, yeah, they yeah, start bringing uh, diamond rings to school. <laughs> <laughs> if only <laughs> <laughs> could have made a lot of money. Out of that. <laughs> no, one of my friends was oh, telling god. me that. Like that was actually Pokemon. Is how I met uh, my friend Josh, who obviously sometimes still works for NWR uh, in college, and he was like, "How were guys not like?" all over talking to you all the time when you tell them that, you know, you play video games and you love Pokemon and shit, because you know, I, I feel like I was ready to propose to you when you told me you had Pokemon Snap in your <laughs> dorm room. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Oh my gosh, Pokemon Snap. We could yes. do a whole show about Pokemon Snap. We could. Yeah. <clears throat> that shit is on the Wii Virtual Console. That's yes, why I... it, it is. It is the best, I'm gonna say it, the best non-mainline Pokemon game. Um, it's I the best it. game on Virtual Console on any platform. Well, let's not go that far, but uh, well, I am going that far. 
I mean, it is, it's the best game ever made, so. Okay, no, they, see, it would, it's not nearly as good as it would be if they straight up just remade it for the Wii U, because the Wii U is, like, the perfect platform for it. Why they didn't, I will never know. (coughs) They started to do something different, Becky. They want to, I don't care. They want to make sure, (laughs) they want to make sure every Pokemon game is, is a unique flower. I want more Pokemon Snap. <laughs> well, they I really said they wanted sh- a sequel they- for Gold and Silver. Some of the I wanted to catch some of those Pokemon on camera. I know, right? Some of those are my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, they me said too. They- Tyranitar is up near the top for me. Typhlosion. If you, ha- Typhlosion, if you can't tell, I have an affinity yes. for fire types. <laughs> <laughs> I like fire types. <laughs> Magmortar. Yes. They said they started remaking Pokemon Snap or like looking into making a sequel and that's how they ended up with Pokemon Go. Yeah, god no. So, Pokemon Go is going to be dumb. I just What? Yeah, Have you ever gonna... played Ingress? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't so, play it's... cell phone games. <laughs> this is cell not phone a phone games are destroying gaming. Don't you know this that? This is not a oh. cell phone game. This is a real world game. It's capture the flag, but you use your phone to keep score. And also, you use powerful XMPs to take down other portals. Um, <laughs> right, destroy the resonators. Right, this, this, <laughs> not going to Pokemon Go today. Okay. In no. English, Sorry. Yeah. Again, that's another one of those show link things. Mm. <laughs> I actually sent, I actually sent like a Pokemon design to Nintendo Australia in like '99. I was like, "Yeah, here's my Pokemon design. Pass it along for me, please." <laughs> what was Basically. it? Basically. And they sent me stuff back. They actually sent me a reply and some goodies back. Oh, wow. Like stickers and things, yeah. So I got something out of it. What What was your Pokemon? Oh, um, it's on the site. It's uh, Kamoa, I think it was called. And it was a grey little mouse-like Pikachu thing. And then it's actually it's similar in shape to, like, Woomper. Um, Woomper, the blue water type Pokemon. Oh, Wooper, they Wooper? stole your idea? They stole it. Yeah, they uh, must have passed it on, and they just adapted my idea slightly. Gotcha. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's like the resemblance is uncanny, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's how I got, like, those Pokemon Snap um, stickers, nice. you know, the ones that came with the game, because I never owned yeah. the game. Oh, but, yeah, I've got those okay. stickers from that. I remember you took well. Pokemon Snap, you took your cartridge to Blockbuster, plugged it into their yep. Pokemon Snap, station and it would print mm. out stickers based on the 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 photos you had saved on a cartridge. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. pretty fancy. Mm. I I yeah, it was never nice. had the game. I never had the game when they had that machine, so I never got to print out stickers of my Pokémon. I got it. I got it a little bit later than that. I remember they had that machine in there for like a month. That uh, was up it. Here anyway. It, it was not here long. It really was not. So for the last little section of this sort of Pokemon chat, um, but like back when Pokemon Red and Blue were out, did you guys ever like imagine like future Pokemon games? Like what did you want to see? Like what sort of ideas did you have that where the, the series would go? I mean, we all sort of want just that three D RPG on like a console, which has never happened. Um, did you guys have any crazy ideas that like? you wanted to see happen back when the games were still like 8-bit um, games? I thought that, uh, for me, basically, I just wanted, because um, the N64 was around then, 
I wanted Pokemon Stadium to be like a whole Pokemon, like even if it's a remake of Red and Blue, just yeah, 3D yeah. and mm. with battles in 3D like in Pokemon Stadium. So when Pokemon Stadium came out, I thought this is going to be the greatest thing in the world. And it really was not. No, uh, no. Not what I wanted it to be at all. Um, so that's what I wanted. That's where I felt like the series would logically go. Yeah, but I really want, didn't want that. I still want that to happen. And I also wanted more, I mean, this is no surprise to me, but I wanted more. Uh, I was disappointed with the prehistoric Pokemon in Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping for actual dinosaur Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And uh, still really haven't gotten that. I mean, we I guess we got the Sauropod, the Tyrannosaur. Uh, yeah. But that... Horned, that ceratopsian thing is just awful. I don't even know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> Actually, they haven't even really explored extinct Pokemon since no. Red Blue, have they? It's only still like Aerodactyl, Kabutops, and all um, Omni- well, Omni- there's, and there's stuff. Well, they have them, fossil Pokemon. Was, they have Crawdilly yeah. and... Oh, they yeah, uh, You know, they have Anarith. fossil Pokemon in every mainline game, but they're all mm-hmm. kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've never used any of them. No, no me neither. I think they Aerodactyl's get, they get, not bad. Yeah, they yeah, get I transformed. They get transformed, and then they get put in a box. <laughs> you guys did not read the treatise on Pokemon strategy. If you're using Aerodactyl, on like page I'm fifty, sorry. it says not to use Aerodactyl. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, he's not Never. great. He's he's just in your party because he's cool and he's not Pidgeotto. <laughs> Adam and Becky, did you have some like thoughts on? I I'm gonna what be I'm see? gonna be a hundred percent honest here and say that I did not even think that a sequel would ever exist. Not that I thought really? that the game I didn't think hmm. necessarily that the game was bad. I was just so obsessed with the current version that I was never really thinking about where it could go. I was just like, oh. no, okay, I got I got my Pokemon and I will play this over and over and over again. <laughs> so yeah, I have was the same way up until like X and Y. Like every generation <laughs> that got announced, I was like, "Oh my god, a new Pokemon generation!" And oh, then wow. X and Y was like <laughs> the first one that I saw coming. Like, wow! Up until then, really? yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, kidding. actually, I, I think my surprised. my perspective changed a lot sooner than that. <laughs> when when Gold <laughs> and Silver came out, and I it was suddenly like, "Oh, this is a thing. They could keep making these." Like it, <laughs> it, it just like blew my mind. <laughs> I really want. I really want to see like, um, like two of the regions connected together again, like gold and silver. Yes. It really added a lot to the feeling of the world is all connected in a larger place. Um, it'd be yeah, it'd just be really great if they took two regions again and connected yeah, them somehow. I agree. Did you play? Did you play X and Y? Yeah, yeah. Why? They're so unambitious. I was so disappointed well, by those games. Yeah, really? but, but they I... were they were the first ones in a new engine, and and mm-hmm. it didn't even run that well. No, uh, it did not. Uh, yeah. Which it and, was you know, sad. I think I think the actual you know Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire are the real Pokemon games using that engine. Hmm. I but don't know. I, there was no there was no post game. The area was yeah, small. That's true. Right. Kind of beat it really liked, fast. I actually kind of liked it wasn't an extensive post game. I kind of liked just having a little little bit at the end and that was it i kind of like the self-containedness of it actually yeah because um, you could be you could finish it and then you were done no you were not mm. done because you unlocked <laughs> the the ace trainer that told you what ivs your pokemon had 
So the only post game in that game real? was just breeding. Yeah, yeah, dude. In the Pokemon I Center mean, in the in the town after the game. Like after I, you beat the game. Oh, the little bonus with the Safari Zone. The friend Safari. That's where you go EV train, man. You gotta, right. You gotta get I some good so friends. I spent so much time in that friend Safari too. Yeah, I still do. Getting Pokemon. But no, I I I I for me, I guess I got really caught up in the fact that it was so customizable. Like, I loved sure. the fact that I could actually customize the way my trainer looked, and I feel like that's part of the reason everybody was like, oh, I hated X and Y, they were so awful, and I was like, I looked cute as crap <laughs> all the time, <laughs> and I loved that. I don't that. know why they got rid of that, no matter what being Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, that was, Me neither. Weird, yeah. I was actually it's really good, surprised. Yeah. It's, a, it's because you they had character designs for them already, and yeah. they wanted to use the original ones. But I was really upset that you had to be a skinny, small child in X and Y. Like, if you can customize yourself, like, why can't I be, like, a hiker? You know? That's what I look like in real life. Like, I want to... Yeah, maybe that's the next step. Maybe, like, full customization. That would be really cool. And I, like, I just, I enjoyed it so much that I'd spent 90% of my game, like... Being like, okay, I'm going to experiment with various ways of changing my hair. I'm going to buy all these clothes. Like, literally, I bought everything, every article of clothing yeah, in the game yeah, for I a girl I own. The clothes as well. <laughs> my yeah. God, you so, got to get you, into, you got into the training. fancy clothing store in the I did. Paris city. No. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I... Uh, I, just I took like, a lot of um, pictures. I took a lot of the, yeah. salt, like, the photographs like in poses and stuff. Um, with that photo- photographer dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just I, I, the, I had a lot of fun music customizing outfits. <laughs> oh, the PR mm. videos. Yeah, I those, did those were too. pretty good. <laughs> I mine mine said uh, now accepting applications for friends. <laughs> I was like, I God. like this line. <laughs> I, I have like, to go back to X. I have to finish the uh, what is it the the looker missions. I never finished those. Oh, well, oh. that's the only thing you have left, because there's nothing else to do after. Right. You beat the but game. I think there is a payoff for doing all of those things. Uh, I, don't I don't remember. remember. Anyway, um, we'll cor- course correct away from X and Y slightly. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'll just go over um, one of the, like, the, the things like, I imagined back around the N64 era... One of the things I wanted to see happen was to make the games more like the anime, like so the world is like you know bigger and more like you could just sort of explore at your own off the beaten path a lot more. Yeah. And the battle system, like this, would never happen now in a, like a say like a main sort of. If they ever did like a console Pokemon game, it wouldn't happen like this. But the way I imagine, like imagined it could work on the N sixty four would be once you enter a battle. You take direct control of the Pokemon, and the four C buttons were your like attacks. Oh, that'd be cool! But you could move around in the environment, in the three D environment. It was like Pikachu, so you could like it came down to having a bit more skill. So like like things like missing or using agility or something would actually, you know, be more hands on. Like uh, like the Poke Park games. I haven't played those. Oh, Oh, those games are great. They're amazing. When you fight other Pokemon in your Pikachu, you're running all over the place and you're using your mm. two attacks and you can avoid the other Pokemon's attacks and it's great. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm. I guess it's a similar idea, but like, the, yeah, the 64 controller it made a lot of sense because you had, yeah, the four C buttons and you had A and B, so you could have used it as mm-hmm. A is jump and yeah. B is. 
block or something. I don't know. You know <laughs> I always wanted that, but with Smash controls. I mean, I guess we're kind of getting that. Now we have like eight Pokemon in Smash. Pokemon. Yeah, like Pokemon tournament as well, maybe. Yeah, that's like Tekken though. That's like hard. Yeah. But Smash Brothers is easy, you know. Yeah. Just hit the buttons. Um, but yeah, yeah if it was let's make a Smash a uh, uh, Pokemon themed Smash game that has all eighty seven hundred Pokemon or however many Pokemon there are now. Uh, seven hundred twenty one. Twenty two. No. Twenty two. Oh my one. God! There is a new 22. one. Twenty two. There wow. is a new one. <laughs> wow. Kim and I yeah, just Kim and I times. had to come up with that number <laughs> when when we did our video. Seven hundred seventy nine. Any other thoughts on red and blue and like yellow? Um, we did. We obviously did talk about a bit about them, but maybe yeah, we'll just have some finishing thoughts on the original games before we move on to wrapping it up. I would like to say that the original 150 Pokemon blow, and the the <laughs> next 150 for heart for uh, silver and gold are much more inventive and fun. Like there's nothing funny there's nothing like, fun about Pidgeot. I like Pidgey. What are you Pidgey talking about? Pidgey. Doing his voice. He's like Pidgeot <laughs> That's fun. Pidgeot It's just like all the original hundred and fifty Pokemon or almost all of them are so clearly based on real world animals. Uh, uh-huh. and the next hundred and fifty they had a little fun with it. Like even the the starters for heart for I keep wanting to call it Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Even the starters for gold and silver are more interesting than the starters in red and blue. Except maybe yeah, Charizard. I didn't, I didn't like. I I think I chose Totodile first. Hell gold yeah, and silver. But um, I didn't really like his design. I thought he was ugly. Oh, I love Totodile. Actually, I like like he turns I think into a badass for alligator. Cuter. Sometimes I don't even want to evolve them. I'm just like I want to leave them as the little versions. <laughs> that's what Ash would do. I know. That's so what you I'm know, doing. He never, in, uh, he never evolves Pokemon. I'm only going to evolve Charmander because, uh, yeah, he he only he evolved in the anime. And it turned into a Charizard that was an asshole. <laughs> well, actually, he he evolves into Charizard really fast. As yeah. a kid, I thought it took ages, but like it happens within like I don't know ten episodes or something. Oh, uh, yeah, it actually he does, and like it's they explain it like in the game that traded Pokemon actually evolved faster, right. and they, no, it technically wasn't a trade, but. Since it wasn't his, it mm. kind of falls under that category. That episode was good, though. That episode Saving was Charmander. sad. Jerk, dude, uh, Rudy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever his freaking stupid face was. <laughs> <laughs> Band in the Char- Charmander, jerk. I do want to say a few words. Okay. When I set out on this Pokemon journey, my goal was to catch them all. I had... My main journey on Pokemon Blue, I had an abandoned journey on Pokemon Red, and I stole back uh, my sister's journey on Pokemon Yellow. It was my <laughs> copy, but she had played it at some point <coughs> 10 years ago, um, so I was going to steal her Pokemon. So I set up Pokemon Stadium, and I plugged in a game, and it said, oh, you have to save in a Pokemon Center. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I went to save in the Pokemon Center in Pokemon Red, and I looked at what I had done. I had a Mew, I had an Eevee, I had the Fossil that I didn't have, I had most of the version exclusives, like, I was set up pretty well. I was going to trade these Pokemon over to Blue, and I was I was going to get all the Pokemon. So I go into saving the Pokemon Center, and then I do the same thing with my sister's Yellow. 
Uh, she had nine Pokemon. Did you call her up first and say, Sis, Oh, we're I'm roommates. A, she was like, what are you doing with the Nintendo 64? And I was like, I need your Pokemon. She didn't care. <laughs> um, so I moved stuff over from Yellow, stole her handful of Pokemon, and then I plugged in Red, the very Red that my dad bought me in the middle of the night. And it said there was an issue with the game cartridge. So I plugged it the back into my game Such an epic story. Game Boy. The save was gone. The save yeah. was oh. gone. The battery died. It lasted oh. all that time, and then just now it died. Oh. Mine actually Boy, all still function. still function. All three of them, because yeah. I actually have blue, red, and yellow. <laughs> I pulled them all out. My Gen 2 games are all dead. Now my red is dead. My yellow and my blue are still working, but the red one was mine, you know, my original Pokemon yeah. journey, and, and now it's gone. But for my sister's game, I did get the three starters, and then in my game, I had... Oh, wait, what did I have? Okay, so my team was Pikachu, uh, King, which I named Kingslayer, and then <laughs> uh, I had a Queen named Queen Mother, and then... But that wasn't on my team. Uh, I had a uh, Bulbasaur, well, a Venusaur named Bulba, uh, Charmander, or a Charizard, uh, Blastoise, and a Mew named Slave. Ouch. Slave, the HM, <laughs> the HM Slave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was my HM Slave. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. but... That would be my doof today. And I actually beat the Elite Four with all my Pokemon under level 50, and some of them were even under level 40. Like I know, I was so surprised. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty su- surprising. Like mm. Zach, you were talking about like how hard it was, and I was like, really? Like, I accidentally beat the game today. Like, I just did. You actually <laughs> just like have like heaps and heaps of revives and hyper potions, though. Well, I mean, the max potions and the max revives, but I didn't use them. Like, I thought I would need them, but I didn't no. need them. That's weird. Like, I was really surprised. Oh, and I'm really... You must be that good at strategy for Pokemon. You must be yeah. a Pokemon master. I am a Pokemon master, but it's really easy. The types, like, you're like, oh, it's a Dragonite. Oh. I should use Ice Beam. Yep. Or Blizzard, I guess is what I use. Right. Um, the type advantage might improve over attack time. Like, the better attacks probably... Oh, yeah, at the beginning, you know, that attacks will suck. <clears throat> Because all you got are attack and defense. You don't have special yeah. attack or special defense in the first games. So I'm sure Ice Beam or Blizzard does a lot more damage than... Tackle. I don't know. <laughs> Tackle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you had read so, the treaties, you would know that Blizzard has uh, an attack of like 85, I think, and Tackle yes, is like 40. Yes, So there's a big difference in, yeah, in yeah. attack. Uh-huh. Hmm. It's actually. So I was reading a treaty about a new hadrosaur from Alabama. I'm sorry. It's not out of hadrosaur anymore. Damn, anymore. Blizzard's attack power is 120. I'm sorry, I was incorrect. Well, that's why it has such low accuracy, is because it's a very yeah. hard attack. Yeah. The Same with Fire Blast and Thunderbolt, or in Thunder. Is 229 I mean, at it. I mean, a Blizzard. When I, I often, when I go outside and there's a Blizzard, it just misses me completely. <laughs> It just kind of blizzards around yep. me, and uh, and then it's yeah, gone. same with when the thunder. You know, how does thunder hit anyone? Wouldn't lightning hit people? 
I know. I don't know why those are called thunder. It's they're all lightning attacks. <laughs> Gosh, I'm. I'm sure that's a translation. I miss thing. Pokemon yeah. Tackle as well. Tackle's power is only thirty-five. I'm not a Pokemon master. I lied to you guys. You're terrible. You know, I, I only read most of this paper. I didn't even read the whole thing. No, but I'm trying How to find this you guy. You have to memorize it. S- Adam. Sadistic Mystic. If you are out there, please contact me. Please. <laughs> no, I, I'm more like I'm more like Ash and just wing it. And uh, hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, see, I just I use yeah. Pokemon that I think look cool, and then just like I know type advantages, and that's about all exactly. I care about. I'm just done. <laughs> I do wish that like um, the Game Freak would take a look at ways to make a lot more Pokemon viable. Yeah, I, mean, I like using Butterfree, but Butterfree yeah. dies with like one hit from pretty much any any poke or any other Pokemon. It'll just get destroyed. Yeah. So does Mothra. I think that's but a thing in Japan and butterflies. It's still, it's still extremely useful, you know. If you if you watched my video, God. <laughs> have you ever have you ever bought a butterfly? Like they don't take too many hits. Yeah, but Butterfree's like awesome. Aww, and he's like huge and stuff. Butterfree is. I like, cool. I like, I like the uh, the new version of Butterfree. <clears throat> what's what's the new version of Butterfree? There's oh, like there's been heaps of them. There's Beautifly. Uh, oh, God, uh, the Beautifly is like oh, 15 Vivillian? years old, you guys. Yeah, Vivillian. Vivillian. Yeah, a GBA yeah the Vivillian, the one that they came out with a Pokeball yeah, colored the one they sent to yeah. everybody. Yeah, I like Vivillian. Yeah, I think I used the... No, use Vivillian. Yeah, I think I used that. Is that the X and Y, X and y yeah, one? That yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, I think I use that as I well. I don't. I just use Butterfree for everything. <laughs> it's like, this is my this is my go-to bug <laughs> Pokemon. It's Butterfree. So are Butterfree team. Have you guys been doing anything else like old school Pokemon related? I did start watching uh, anime been, and got up to the Samurai episode. I okay. I play Pokemon Snap. I've been looking annually. through my nice. I, I've been digging through my Pokemon cards and looking at um, them longingly. Uh, yeah, I I do play Pokemon Snap at least once a year. I Excellent. actually just bought Pokemon Snap on the sixty four nice. from someone. In Australia, Wait, have you ever played it before, Nick? Copy. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I hadn't, not like seriously. Okay, I had played other people's copies a little bit. N sixty four is the way to do it too. Yeah, it really is. Mm. It's experience. But yeah, I got like really into old Pokemon stuff. I've been listening to To Be a Master. I mean, that's always. Oh, oh my I, god, I, I love I that soundtrack. I still have that on my iPhone. I, yeah, I, I, I do. Put that on sometimes. It's in like the top like ten go to albums in my life, but it's come to the forefront right now. Um, I wish that CD had all of the Brock songs on it from the show. Like, didn't how they used to finish the show with like a music video later on. Oh, dude, there was another one. There the was... Pikachu's jukebox. Yeah, Pikachu's jukebox, and like had they actually like, they do a have bunch those songs. Wait, you're talking about two perfect girls, Jenny? Yeah, I'm talking oh, about Jenny. Brock. Yeah. Oh, joy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, joy. <laughs> Dude, that that's on another album. Um, there's uh, yeah. totally Pokemon. I think is the second one, and then there's Pokemon oh, okay. X, which is the third one. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of, uh, uh, you know, I'll I'll, I'll send you some. Uh, but uh, did you guys ever read? I just remember the Pokemon, the Pokemon oh, comics, the Pokemon Adventures. Oh yeah, I've I've oh the man. yeah I've got uh, six six volumes of that. Yeah, dude, for Christmas it's good. Last year, my good. sister got me three boxes. Oh, no. Box sets of Pokemon <laughs> Adventure, and I've been reading those. Oh, my it's God. so intense. I've actually been, I just, like, the last few years, I've just been, like, going, oh, I'm going to just try and collect, like, Pokemon stuff from the first, you know, 
two generations basically so i've bought the dvds and that up until like the end of johto and um i bought yeah six volumes of the, the manga which i need to finish off the gold and silver ones and then i'll stop well um, there's a box for the gold and silver ones yeah, so but I've already might... got six volumes, so I'm not going to buy... Oh, of Gold and Silver? I, I think I started the Gold and Silver ones. I can't remember. Oh. Uh, well, there's a box for the Kanto ones also. Mm. Uh, but anyways... The manga's actually the manga's right. actually really good. I, I, many, like, a few years ago, ages and ages ago, it's probably like episode 30-something of Connectivity, I had a segment on there talking about the manga, uh, the Pokemon Adventures manga, and it's actually pretty entertaining. It's like... Slight, excuse, slight, slightly more mature than yeah. the, the anime. Um, it's oh, really? actually more like pretty fun to to read through. Like people die, Does people it... die in it. Pokemon die, really? Stuff. Yeah. Oh, and all the gym leaders, like half of them, are evil. Like they're with Team Rocket. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. They're corrupt. Oh. <laughs> I just remember. Uh, did you guys ever read okay. Electric Tail of Pikachu? The what? Electric Tail of Pikachu. No. The other po- Pokemon manga, uh, that one's like four volumes, um, but man, that one's really good. That one, it's kind of based on the anime, which uh, Pokemon Adventure, the other one we're talking about, is based on the games. It is not based on the anime. Uh, but in Electric Tale of Pikachu, it's a lot shorter and a lot more like funny. Like there are a lot of jokes in it, uh, and then every once in a while, there will just like it'll hit you right in the heart. And I don't know, those are those are really good. I read those when I was a kid. Um, I had the first three as a kid. I didn't get the fourth one until, like, I was in high school. Like, I found it on sale at, like, a Borders. And I was like, oh, my God, I need this. And I was with, like, other adults. And they were like, why do you need that? And I was like, closure, damn it, closure. <laughs> so I have them all. Oh, and then when I moved, somehow, they got put in four separate boxes. So that was one of the main reasons that I unpacked right when I moved into this place was so that I could get all my Pokemon I books remember when back the first the movie came out, um, they gave out a uh, trading card or a Pokemon card uh, with every ticket you bought. Um, I only bought yeah. Yeah, one cool. ticket. I only saw it in theaters once, but I got the Mew card, which you cannot actually use in competitive actual Pokemon card play. Um, cause Wait, the ancient Mew? Ancient Mew, right. Uh, but... Yeah. It took several years, uh, but I eventually found all of the Pokemon movie cards, uh, singles in, you know, comic shops. And now I have them all, and they're all awful cards. You'd never use them in actual play. <laughs> they just look cool, though. The art on them is usually Yeah, really the good. art is, the art is good. It's, the Dragonite looks awful. Uh, I think what the, I love the Dragonite. The Dragonite was just I like, like a Dragonite. cartoon Dragonite with a friggin' pouch. He's carrying a pouch. Yeah, a beautiful even have bag. The movie. A beautiful man bag. In the movie, he has a bag. Wait, in the movie, he Does has he a bag. A messenger, yeah. Yeah, he, he's a messenger. Oh, yeah, movie, he yeah. he delivers all the invitations oh, right. to the island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not Dragonite. It's European. He's my. He's my. He's my <laughs> spirit Pokemon. <laughs> I, I remember one of the cards was an Electabuzz, and I thought, "Why is this? Why mm. there's not even Electabuzz in the movie?" No, was there? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh well, Electabuzz <laughs> was a good card. At least the original. Speaking one. Of, yeah, quickly speaking about the the movie as well, the anime movie. Um, 
the opening battle in that was insanely impressive at the time because like they hadn't drawn a battle that detail like an actual pokemon battle to that degree right. before just seeing that them was so cool. actually fighting and True. moving around. I need to rewatch that movie. Good. I'm thinking about buying that compilation disc. You can now buy them on Blu-ray. Yeah, I probably don't need any of those on man. Blu-ray, but you gotta catch well, them. Well, they just re- re-released them. They can get all th- the first three. I know, I know. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. If if I got any of them on Blu-ray, it would be that three pack. Yeah, I, I remember first. I, I saw the first three in theaters. Yeah, I saw the first two. I didn't get to see the third one in theaters. After a while, like the the like, I think the first three had that sort of event <coughs> status yeah. still, and then after that, they were all like direct yeah, to I DVD think that's right. or direct to video, and yeah. yeah, sort of lost any sort of. Um, I, I remember the first movie being kind of friggin' dark. It, yeah, it sort of dies and yeah, he does. Oh, it turns to rock dies. or something. <coughs> turns to stone. Turns to stone. Yeah. There you go. All right, so I think we should uh, probably wrap wrap this up. Yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> long podcast. It's a short we have spoken about the games and other a bit about the other surrounding media and just random mm-hmm. stuff. So, thanks everyone for joining me on this episode. Yeah, I look forward to downloading yeah. Yellow and trying that one because it's got to be better than Blue or Red. Yeah, uh, oh. uh, Yellow is obviously slightly more polished in the the graphics yeah. department but uh it's not like, overly different it is cool seeing like jesse and james and having yeah, Pikachu yeah, yeah. behind you and stuff mm. get I all also, the starters isn't a pain in the butt anymore. one reason i started yellow actually was to finally go ahead and unlock the surfing pikachu mini game because i've been wanting to play that ever since yellow came out and i've never <laughs> d- done it i've never been able to get it so i'm gonna do that soon nice. don't you have to like do something really intense in Stadium. You're gonna do stuff in Stadium, but I'm just gonna have like level 100 Pokemon anyway. So, oh, and then I'll steamroll whatever the challenge is. Well, they adjust your levels, so good luck. Oh, what? Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. it's in the Foiled. it's in the treaties. Pokemon Stadium cheat. is covered in the treaties. That's right. I'm sure I'll win. I'm I'm using Ash's team. What could go wrong? <laughs> oh god, you'll get you'll get like oh, yeah. eighth. I'll probably lose on the last round or something, and like it'll the comparison will be complete. So, <laughs> do you have like weird shit on your cheeks? What? Oh, those little zigzags. Squiggles. Why yeah, does Ash have those? Yeah. No other anime character has those. Makes him distinctive. <laughs> Not even anyone else in the show has those. No. Well, Brock has like straight lines. Yeah, that's eyes. true. He that very often either. He can't actually. Oh god, see. he opened his eyes once. <coughs> oh, that's right. He opened his eyes. He yeah, forced them open <laughs> once, didn't he? That's scary. Man, I've been watching this show on YouTube called uh, Pokemon Abridged, and it's just so great. It's just really bad, but they they take like clips from the show and dub over them. And other bridge shows like try and follow the story, but this one does not. They've they've made their own characters, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I ended up rewatching the whole series like a week or so ago. And what they did with Brock is really, really, really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 fun. Okay, all right. If you if anyone has any emails they want to send to us, they can do so at connectivity at nintendoworldreport dot com or. 
send us a message on Twitter, which is connectivity at connectivity NWR. Um, we didn't get any emails or anything about Pokemon in the last two weeks, so the joke's on you. You missed out on a mu code for X and Y and uh, Alpha Ruby. Uh, what's Alpha Ruby? Is it? <laughs> Alpha Sapphire what? Omega Ruby. Yeah, okay. Those games. Um, so now Adam has, has three mu's to all to himself. Oh, I have, all like, seven Mews all to myself. Oh, okay, seven <laughs> all to himself. Yeah. So, but, yeah, if anyone has any, uh, like, memories of Pokemon that they want to send through, we are open to doing that on the next episode or whenever you, anyone feels like it. So, uh, yeah, so if we get an email, we'll do it on the next show. If not, we'll keep asking for them. So, thanks for listening, everyone, and until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.